Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Ah, uh, you are looking live with permission from Brent Musburger at the main stage here. Not the side stage, the main stage at the Mall of America. Radio Row in the front row. And we are broadcasting in Bloomington, Minnesota for Super Bowl 52. It's the Tony Bruno Show Live. Thank you for joining us again. We'll be here every single day. We're growing 24-7 here nonstop. And, of course, we are brought to you by Thin Optics. Always with you. And when you order your Thin Optics now, you get 15% off your purchase when you use the promo code BRUNO on checkout. 15% off. We got our Thin Optics stuff here. I have mine always ready so that I can look down and read. And we have Thin Optics. All of our guests are getting here to come by. But you can go and get your own and check out the incredible number of beautiful cases that they have that you can put on your phone and take them with you everywhere. ThinOptics.com. Check it out. It's awesome. Everybody's raving about it. Yeah, we, we spent, did it last year in Houston. We spent hours putting, putting those beautiful cases in those packages for people right. today, man. Well, everybody was out partying last night after the media night. We went out. We went back to the Airbnb, and we were packing little packets for all of our guests but it who was, were coming by. But it was nice, though. We sat near the fire. Sat around a warm, fire. It was toasty. It was good. No alcohol, and we wrapped these babies up real nice. They look good. They're beautiful. And you see, we have our little uh, turntable there, too, where we can show people all the different cases. It may weeble wobble, but it won't fall down, Tony. You're damn right. Meanwhile, <laughs> let's get down to the business. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We are at media night last night, and, of course, uh, Super Bowl opening night. See, media parties tonight. That's not a nobody cares about that except the slobs in the media who go there and eat and drink and go on the rides tonight at the beautiful Nickelodeon playground here in Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota, where the the Metropolitan Stadium, where the Vikings first played, was here. Did you know that? This was the first stadium? This, the stadium was right here where the mall is, the Mall of America. In fact, they also played baseball here. The Minnesota Twins used to play in Metropolitan Stadium. And I was told earlier that if you walk around the mall, the home plate where it used to be, where Metropolitan Stadium stood, is still here. And they have like a lot of football where is memorabilia. It? You have you know, to walk is it like around. Is like in the mall See? somewhere? Yeah. They, so they have obviously they have an area where it says this is where home plate stood in Minnesota. So like Kirby Puckett sweat is still somewhere around. No, this, this area. was way before Kirby Puckett played, man. Okay. Way before Kirby. That was that was the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome, which was the first dome stadium they built because they used to play outside. We're talking the Killebrew days. Harmon Killebrew, I don't know. Is it the tail end? Is it the tail end? It may be. What do I look like, an old man? I'm asking, no, don't you, answer that question. No, you look like a connoisseur and a dinosaur, but I'm asking you questions. I don't have all the answers. That's why we have Google. But I'm I have most out. of the answers. Of course, last night, opening night, marred by briny. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call them salty Viking fans anymore because briny. the people here have been great to us. I went on Paul Allen's show, PA on the mic, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. And the fans were giving me God, a roaring round him. of applause. I love him, too. He's a great, well, great no, guy. They were eh. giving you both a roaring round of applause and, and booze at the same time. And so I'm not going to get into They're the Twitter conflicted. nonsense that a lot of people on Twitter are still doing it. And it's stupid. All right? It's over. 
it's Tuesday. And I understand the Viking fans are still upset. But last night, so a media night, they bring out the Patriots, and the fans, you can tell, they're not really excited because their team's no, not, not here. They wanted to be here, and they thought they were going to be here, and I, I don't blame them. But in the meantime, they bring out the Patriots, and it was like warm applause. The Eagles come out, and anytime they mention the Eagles, there are raucous boos. Yep. And then they brought out the Eagles players with their children. So any of the players who had kids, they brought them out on the stage, and the fans were booing the children. Yep. What is worse, booing Santa Claus 50 years ago when he was a ragtag drunk at Franklin Field or booing young children? You should never boo children. You can boo the players. You can boo the fans. But never boo the kids. Unless you're on a Boston radio station and you take a shot at Tom Brady's five-year-old and call her an annoying little pissant. Then you can do that. And then you get suspended from your job because you're stupid enough to not realize that you're on a Boston radio station that's the flagship station of the Boston... Right. <laughs> the one place the you can do that, you go ahead and do it. And Tom Brady is on your show every week, and you take a shot at his daughter. So you can't do that. Whether it's No matter who it is, kids are off limits when it comes to tomfoolery and hijinks involving fans. But last night, you know what I did last night, though, Tony? What'd you do? Walking through the stand. Well, all the, all the people were, were, were stuck in the pageantry and the lights of all the players coming down, doing mm -hmm. the interviews. I found the I found the real hero of this team. Who's I found that? Howie Roseman wandering around the Howie concourse, Roseman. and I went up to Howie. Did you get an exclusive interview? I, I I I said seven words to him. Well, maybe a few more. But I went over. I said, Howie, you the real MVP, Howie. And he, real and, MVP. And, he, and he looked over and he said, Thank you, thank you. Literally said thank you. No, I said, no, I said, no, I said everybody not, was there. And last I said night. the same thing you said to Jay Wright back back in at, at the uh, at the college national championship on the floor. I said, Howie, go finish it, go win this thing. He says, Bring we got, this baby he says, home. We got it. So. I said it earlier. The Viking fans booing the Eagles. Yeah, it was stupid. That's fine. The players had nothing to do with it. They went yeah. out and won the game. But the Eagles were doing the skull clap back at them. It was pretty yeah, good. It was, it was a good. fun night. It was, it was, it was a fun night. I mean, it, they were all taking it in good jest. No doubt about it. And you know, and the and the guy, the, the brightest person, the smartest proprietor in the Minnesota St. Paul, the Twin Cities, Minneapolis St. Paul, the smartest guy was the lawyer who was smart enough to think up yep. the sign to put on the door of his of his law firm that said, Eagle fans are welcome for a free drink and we'll throw a beer at you. So it was a play on, you come in. But but a lot of the local media from Philly they all didn't even realize that it was a law firm. And so what this lawyer was able to do, because lawyers are smart like that and cheap like that, he got himself all kinds of free publicity, free publicity. because people thought it was a bar and that Minnesota fans who were operating that bar we're going to take it out on Eagle fans by throwing beer cans at them. I would in the meantime, on the bottom of the door, it says minisomethinglaw.com. I actually want to give him one of these for that. Give him a roaring round of applause. That's a good job out of him. This it guy, really is. you know how much you have to pay to get advertising on major television and media stations? Thousands of dollars. This guy got all kinds of free publicity. So if you get in trouble in Minnesota, you know which lawyer to go to. <laughs> you know who to call. You know who to call. And it's not... You better uh, call Saul. Not better call Saul. And it's not uh, Lundy Law. And it's not uh, Cordell and Cordell. And yeah. it's not any of those laws. Well, it's Cordell, cards. Cordell, and, and it's Cordell. not that guy right there. Don't call him. So, I'll call him later. Yeah, I'll call him later, too. Who is that? In the meantime, that's the man who runs Sirius XM. The oh. big boss. Fantastic. Steve Cohen. Steve Everybody's Cohen. here. It's old home week. Uh, we're going to get Chris Rose to stop by. It's a big Chris day today. Not yes. Chris Go. They're, gonna they're doing that in Philly on the polls. Yes. We're going to have Chris... Chris Rose is Chris coming Rose, on. Chris Rose, my former partner on Best Damn Sports Show. You see him on the NFL Network. He's here with Andrew Siciliano. And then we're going to have another Chris, not Chris Cross, 
because he'll make you jump. Right. And the Daddy Mac may be here later. But they ain't wiggity-wiggity-whack either. No, they're not. Nobody's whacking this town until the parties until get the cracking, party gets up, cracking, cracking up. So the, also, the thing that people don't understand here is that, yeah, there's a few names that we can actually pre-schedule and we have them nailed down, so to speak. But most of the time, you're just grabbing people. They're coming up and they're like, ooh, can you fit us on the Tony Bruno show in his last minute? And we're like, and uh, you know what I say? yeah. Get out of my face with that crazy <laughs> stuff. Because er, earlier in the day, people were asking like who was walking around. And earlier in the day, we, um, you know, Ryan Leaf was here. Alex Smith came walking through. And, he, uh, and Alex Smith came walking through and he said, gee, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. And I still have Andy Reid as my coach. And he can't even get us to an AFC championship game? Hey. Ouch. Anyway, we got a lot, okay, of, lot to talk about. Enjoy the win, man. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the win, especially if they win the Super Bowl, uh, Andy. We got your Michael Finley over there. Your Michael Green Finley is here. We will have an Olympian here. And I will be donning two actual Olympic silver medals. Really? I will be putting those babies on. And I will be confiscating them and then smelting them down later to build the Nick Fall statue in anticipation of a Super Bowl 52 now, victory now, on Sunday. Now we got to clean your neck off because we, we don't want to have we don't want to tarnish any of that silver. No, no, no. It's not just the silver. It's also jade because yeah. it was in oh. Beijing. It's she very has, she cool. She has two of her silver medals. I got to see one. We of have those. an Olympic swimmer here today. It's yes. not quite swimming weather out there. Not no. no, not quite. <laughs> no Unless so. you're doing the polar plunge, which exactly. we we declined. We had all weather. sorts of options for media. That is the one option that uh, we we did turn down was the polar plunge. Yes, got a we few did. Eagles fans in the house over here, little guys. Speaking Eagles of Eagles fans, yes. speaking of we might might we're, I'm I'm finalizing the deals, but it looks like Tony Bruno you might be hosting an Eagles party really? at a fantastic location, which I will mention ASAP as soon as it's finalized. And you know who will not be invited to that Tony Bruno Eagles Super Bowl party here in Bloomington, Minnesota, and St. Paul? Who's that? This man who just sat down at the desk and is not even moving up to the mic. You hear him on Sirius XM Radio. Put his headphones on. You know him. You love him. You can't live without him. He is the great Bruce Murray. And I can't be invited to your party. What a massive disappointment. No, I'll invite you. You will? When's this big shindig that I'm missing? It's a Super Bowl Sunday. It's coming up this Sunday. You may have heard of it. You might have heard of it. <laughs> what happened? I know the Giants and Jets aren't in no, it. You know how we work in this business. I stay till Saturday, and then I leave. There's a game on Sunday? Who does that? <laughs> Bruce, of course, our old buddy from back in the day, ESPN. We go back with when, oh, when, when ESPN was born in 1992, right? 25 years. Exactly Chuck right, Wilson, man. Chuck Wilson, Tony Bruno, Keith Oberman. And Bruce Murray. Those were the days. On the Meeting other side the of the glass. Meeting in the hotel after shows. <laughs> Nobody on, wants to hear those stories. You were schmoozing on the other side of the glass yeah. back then, though, right? <laughs> exactly. Your mic's not on, Luigi. I want to hear some of those old Bruno Bash stories. That's what I need. Well, we've some heard a lot of those. We, how many times can we hear those stories? Yeah. We had a bathtub full of <gasps> beer. And after the show, when we did seven hours on the air, we'd go to my hotel room, get the beer in the bathtub. Everybody would drink and sit around and tell war stories. No, the best part of the post-show meetings was that we would do this every week. Okay. This was at the beginning of ESPN Radio, and the guests were the same every week. John Davidson was our hockey analyst, Rick Perry was our <laughs> basketball analyst, and every week somebody would have to say, what do we think of John Davidson? And my response was always like, he was John Davidson. Exactly. <laughs> Why do we need to evaluate? You know who we brought that up with last night at the party, at the, uh, the media night? Kevin Young, who was there last Kevin night. Young. Yes. Kevin Young. What was, is he doing? He's running. He's like, he's the main. You know what he does for Disney? He's been working for Disney for a long time. He was at the media thing last night going up to players who might be the MVP. 
So he has oh, to, to get. Find out if they'll yes, come. because yeah, he's no, the they guy. need to sign. They need to right. sign off ahead of time to be able to. If they win, he has they can, to get their approval. Yeah. Like, hey, if you win Super Bowl MVP, do you consent to say, "I'm uh, when we come up with you with a camera after the game, hey, I'm so and so." What are you going to do now that you won Super Bowl 52? And the player says, I'm going to Disney right. World. Because they have to agree to it ahead of time because they're live. He who who like, was the first? Do we know who the first was? I don't was? remember, no. But Bruce is the guy who has to make sure he gets the approval beforehand. That sounds like a really So when are you job. on now on Sirius XM? Uh, that would be 11th to 3 Eastern time, Monday through Friday. And what channel is that on the Sirius XM sports a uh, NFL platform? Radio, Channel 88. NFL Radio. Yeah. It's a good NFL title radio. for it. Yeah. NFL yeah, we Radio. We cover the NFL. It's good. Through Why Saturday, here, and then we stop. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that when I'm drinking water. You can't say that. <laughs> I don't really have any idea what we're it's doing. It's always great to see you, Bruce, man. Thanks for no, popping up. I was looking for you last night. We were there. We I mean, were on the you floor. Know, that's our genuine hug moment. I know. I was everywhere. I know. Yeah. We got there late. Do you remember the excitement, the enthusiasm? But it, was, it, was a, it was kind of weird no, last night. No, there were protesters blocking the streets last night. It was weird last night. I agree. And, and then, listen, they have a right to protest. So when they were chanting, whose street? And I would say, Milton Street. And I was going, John, John, John Street. Street. Listen, and then they'd say, who's to school? And I'd say, old school. <laughs> this is so the, I, was, I was involved. Let me just say this. This is not enough Tony Bruno time. I have thin optics as well, by the way. Take Do you really? Look on the back, look on the back of my phone. That is awesome. And they're our yes. sponsor. Yeah. Oh, they they're really? Fish, Didn't I give them to you last year? No, I just emailed them today to get a replacement pair for free. See, that's they how break great like every they are. two months. So you bought them like I did, right? I've had them for years. And look, look right here. Wait, are you giving away free pairs? we could do replacement right now. I need free pairs. I can give you an no. Have you seen can, the new thing that they have now no, where listen. they have the magnets on the back and you can keep changing the magnets? you got the for the magnet yeah, right you, there. You may, you may not no. know this. I'm in demand. I have to go do North Dakota radio. Uh, well, can I come back? Come back. And I, come back. I want, I want, I'm going to grab like 10 pairs of these. Look Absolutely. behind and the you. Chain. All oh the goodness. selection no. that they have. I'm on a 315. I'm coming back. Don't ben forget optics. me. Don't forget me. How All great is Seriously, now, this is unsolicited. You're not paying me for this. Look, I got them on the back of my phone. All right, I'll be back in a couple minutes. He's not, only, great. he's not only a president, he's a he's a, he's a client. He's, he's not just, he's not just the president of the Thin Optics Club for Men. He's a client. How about that, man? How about that? And let's bring in another man. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun day today because this man is now gonna give everybody the dope, the skinny. Because I saw him before and I said, "What are we gonna do? What's gonna happen on Sunday?" You know this man. You did you see all? Uh, you, did you see two for the money? Of course. Do you know who that was based on? Brandon Lang. Brandon Lang, ladies and gentlemen, in the house today. Give him a roaring round of applause. Thanks, thanks, Pete. What's happening, buddy? BrandonLang.com. So what did you say to me when I saw you today on Radio Row and you came up to me? Well, first of all, going back to the NFC Championship game when everybody thought Minnesota was the right side of the game, and I didn't give out the pick on air. I wanted everybody to go to BrandonLang.com, and I said, but I'm going to ask you a question. If you can answer this question correctly, you're going to have the winner of Philadelphia-Minnesota. I said, here's the question. Who has the better offensive line, Minnesota or Philadelphia? If you watched both divisional games objectively, Saints, Minnesota, Atlanta, Philly, that answer should be pretty obvious to you. And I go, there's your winner. Mm -hmm. 38-7, there's your winner. Yeah. <clears throat> so when you break down the Super Bowl, people ask me how over the years I've been able to go 22-3 and in the Super Bowl. Is there a secret? You have to treat the game as if it's any other Sunday game. Yep. Take the hype and throw it out the window. That means nothing. It's two teams taking the field. People want to say, Patriots have all this experience. Well, if they have all this experience, why is it that every Super Bowl they play is a close game? Mm -hmm. Last time I Good checked, question. 
I don't see them blowing out Buffalo, putting up a 50 spot like Dallas. I don't see them blowing out like Steve Young and the Niners, putting up a 50 spot on San Diego. Their five Super Bowl wins have been by three, 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 four, and six. But this is not disrespecting the greatness not and, at the, all. and the dynasty. Not, not at they're all. a dynasty, a legit Absolutely. dynasty. Absolutely. So my, my point is, they when they're at the Super Bowl, they're not the better team. They're just the better coach team, which is why they win close games. That leads me into this Super Bowl. I handicap the Super Bowl just like I handicap any other game. I start in the trenches. Offensive and defensive lines, because if you control the line of scrimmage, you control the game. Now, if I have a disparity there, enough to put me on the dog, then I'm going to use the dog. And in the Super Bowl, this is the 52nd Super Bowl, of the 51 Super Bowls, the team that has won the game has covered 43 of those 51 Super Bowls. So that tells wow. you, if the dog covers, the chances are the dog is going to win the game. That's what history shows us. Is it tough to beat the Patriots? Absolutely. But you're not going to convince me that the Patriots' offensive line is better than the Eagles. That's the best offensive line in football. You're not going to convince me that the defensive line of, the, uh, of New England is better than Philly. Ain't happening. It's why you can't score on the Eagles in the fourth quarter. So my question is, when, and, and I, just wanted, I just wanted to know how you, because the way you break the game down, you go from the inside out. You, yep. start, you start from yep. the offensive and defensive lines. Yep. So... But once you get past the offensive line, the Philadelphia Eagles, on the other side of the field, on the other side of that offensive line, is Tom Brady, which you can't discount. So when you get to that point, when you get to Brady, how do you get off the fact that they have Tom Brady to say that the Eagles can beat Tom Brady? I tell you to see both games against the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Because if you watch the first Miami-New England game in Foxborough, you'll see a final score of 35-17. Mm -hmm. What you won't see that is in the second half of that game, New England went very vanilla offensively. Yes, they did. And they ran the football because Brady was getting his butt kicked. And, and, and Belichick went over to Josh McDaniel and said, we just need to get out of this game without getting Brady hurt. No more five-step drops. Just go three-step drop, short pass game, run the football. Let's get out of here. And the only reason why they covered the game was because Gase went for it on fourth and nine with nine minutes to go, mm -hmm. down 11, and gave them, the reason I know this is because I had New England minus 16 and a half, <laughs> and, I, and I, needed, I needed something. And when Gase went for it and gave, gave New England the ball in the 32, I go bingo, short field, here comes my covering touchdown, and I got it. Second meeting against Miami on Monday night, they were a 10 and a half point road favorite. He got the snot kicked out of him again. And that's why the Giants were able, as great as Tom Brady is, the kryptonite of Tom Brady is get him off his spot. He becomes average Tom Brady. He was average against the Giants in both meetings. They were 18-0, the greatest football team we'd ever seen in the history of mankind. Sure. And the Giants knocked the snot out of them because they're able to get pressure with four. I'm not paying attention to the first half of this game. When the second half gets there and that Eagle defensive line, which has rotated mm -hmm. eight guys all yeah, game very long, deep. Mm -hmm. and they keep coming, yep. that's where the game is won. And here's the fallacy. Everybody's going to say, well, the New England Patriots got the best defense in the NFL the last 11 games of the year. They're only averaging, giving up 14 points. Okay, who you played? The last offense that you saw that is in the class of the Eagles, the New England Patriots saw three run-pass option offenses all year. Granted, they were weeks one, three, and four. Kansas City, Houston, Carolina. Correct. 42, 33, 33. Since week four, they haven't faced an offense like the Eagles. And those points were also given up the quarterbacks along a la Alex Smith, Deshaun Watson, a rookie. Cam Newton. And Cam Newton. Who can't throw the ball. And has no one to throw it to. Yep. So to beat New England, you get your knee on your throat, 
you put a knife through their heart, and all you need to know about Doug Peterson is this. I don't care who you are in the NFL. You got a 21-7 lead at home. You got 29 seconds on the clock with two timeouts, but you're on your own 19-yard line against the number one defense in the NFL. Why take chances there? You're in complete control of the game. Just take an ego in the locker room. We're good to go. Uh-uh, let's yep. go get some more. You're exactly that's, right. I think that's a, that's a You're that's, exactly right, that's and a, that's the difference between what Doug Marone did yep. in the AFC Championship yep. game and what Doug Peterson has done all year. He is not going to no. back down and say, oh, my God, Bill Belichick's on the other sideline. Yeah. If he's up on them, they're going to keep – he's going to go for yep. it. Nobody goes more on fourth down than Doug Peterson. And I've seen it living in Philly. This guy has been an absolute mastermind at knowing his team and what, how to make adjustments. Yep. And nobody makes adjustments. As, as great as Belichick is, Doug Peterson's one of the best adjustment-making coaches in the league this year. There's See, nobody even close to him. In-game. In-game, in absolutely. He's one of the best in-game coaches. In -game. Absolutely. And, and he's taken, just like his quarterback, Carson Wentz, early in the season, took his game to an elite-type level. Peterson did the same with his coaching ability in the game. He absolutely. Took, he took everything he learned from Andy Reid, but the one thing he didn't take with him was his inability to coach inside absolutely. of the game. That's absolutely. The one thing you think about this. Your head coach is a quarterback. Your offensive coordinator was a quarterback. People want to know why Nick Foles is playing so well. Because you put Peterson's brain with Frank Wright's brain to get in Nick Foles' brain. We know exactly what we have to do to make this guy successful because we were quarterbacks. We believe in him, and that's why he's played well. 23 of 30 for 245 yards and no turnovers. 26 of 33 for 352 and three touchdowns against the number one defense in the NFL. So people do not... I'm sorry, 2013, Michael Vick gets hurt. You come in and throw 27 touchdowns and two interceptions and make the Pro Bowl. Nick Foles is going to be fine. I agree. I'm not worried about Nick Foles. If I'm New England, I'm worried about my defense with linebackers that can't cover tight ends. The New England defense is not very good. I went to the Jacksonville Buffalo game. I watched that whole game, and I watched a Jacksonville offense that couldn't even pick up a first down against the Buffalo Bills. Terrible. And I said to myself, this is one of the worst offenses I have seen in my life. Yeah. I, I was disgusted that I even went to the game and had to sit through that mess. <laughs> okay, That's what Viking fans were saying in Philly last week. I watched that same offense shred Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh's got no defense. Then I watched that same offense go up to New England and move the ball at will against them. And the whole time I'm watching that game going... Philly is going to torch this defense. I, listen, I never released the Super Bowl this early. My wife says, I, I, you're so locked in. She goes, this is the most stress-free two weeks of my life. <laughs> it's a rocket chair ride for you, Brandon. Megan, <laughs> you can actually get here and enjoy this? I, yes. I don't just have the Eagles covering. I have them winning the game outright. Outright. And I have them winning the game comfortably. I have them I have, I have them getting punished. Well, I said 37-24. That, that was my that was my prediction. I think the Eagles can and score I was the only guy me last too. year. I was me the too. only guy last week, uh, the championship game, predicting that the Eagles would beat the Vikings by double numbers. Because I just I just felt it. I felt it coming. That was too much confidence, well, and they were outside. Yep. And it was in Philly, and that crowd was crazy. And and the Eagles aren't afraid of anybody. And Doug Peterson's not afraid of anybody. It's it's was teed up for us two weeks ago with Philadelphia, when the home teams in the NFC Championship game had won eight straight. But that wasn't the kicker. The kicker was I'm sitting there five minutes before kickoff. Five minutes before kickoff. I've already unloaded on Philadelphia, and I'm sitting there. <laughs> and this, here came the graphic. Dome teams outdoors in the NFC Championship game in the history of the NFL are 0-12. 
I couldn't get my cell phone to my bookie fast enough to bet everything I own. My wife goes, are you out of your mind? I go, what's my max play? That's yeah. my max play. I hung up. My wife goes, you're out of your mind. I go, no, watch this. Then Vikings go down and score 7 nothing. She goes, I'm going to kill you. I go, relax. things fine. Wait, baby, wait. Let it develop. Let it develop. Marinate a little bit, we yeah, like to say. I, I try bit. to call my guys. Your call cannot be completed. It's dialed. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm getting. That's all I'm getting. The great Brandon Lang releasing it earlier. That's 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 unheard of, man. Yep. It's it unheard is. of. Yep. I uh, And I agree with you. And the money, the big money uh, bags are now out in Vegas. Philadelphia. We're going to have to call John Avello again We're going to get Johnny at the win on. Because I, I already have it broken down. A multi-million dollar bet at MGM already yep. in the house. And offshore, obviously, is where all the money Huge, comes. Yep. 79, I just got the stat, $4.76 billion will be bet on this Super Bowl. Only 3% of it in Vegas. The rest of it's offshore yeah. yep. and your local bookie. Yeah. That's amazing when you consider that. Yeah. It's, it's, I broke it down like this. You look at the five Patriot wins in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl win number one against the Rams. Kurt Warner went right through him the first three possessions, got inside the 20-yard line, and kicked three field goals. There's 9 nothing. That could have been a blowout. Super Bowl number two, Steve, Myth, Steve Smith and Jake DeLone lit them up, put up 31. Yep. They couldn't get one stop in that fourth quarter, or they lose that one. The Eagles, Andy Reid and Donna McMahon threw up on themselves in the first half, or they probably have a two-score lead in that game. Up 10, McNabb got us the back door to cover. To Greg Lewis in the end zone Greg for the Lewis touchdown. The end zone. I went back and actually watched that game because they aired NFL Network aired again. They had like the condensed twenty minute version. Yeah. That game was there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it 100%. was there, Brandon. 100%. That game was there. Hundred percent. And there's no way they should have beat Seattle. Nope. And there's no way they should have beat that. So before we label them the greatest dynasty we've ever seen, they are one or two plays away from being one and seven in the Super Bowl. But that's the difference, though. You got to give them the one I do. and seven. I, I tip my cap. I mean, the Atlanta game last year—that's that's just a that's a complete yep. choke job. But more than and, and give the give the Patriots credit. But the Atlanta Falcons basically yes. spit that game yes. up. Yes. Well, and to go to piggyback on your point is that final possession for the for the Atlanta Falcons, for Matt Ryan to take that sack, that, that oh, yeah. whole offensive set. They were playing not to lose, not yep. to win. They were playing just not to lose, and yep. ended up shooting themselves in the foot, taking them 20 yards outside of field goal range, which cost them the Super Bowl. Right. If the, they kick the field goal, there's no time left. That's right. It. The panic on first down after losing two yards. Yep. I get Kyle Shanahan wants to throw it. I get that. We're going to throw it, three-step drop, something quick. Can't drop him back in a five-step nope. drop. Runs away from the sack, loses seven, you know, loses 12 yards out of field goal range. I put that on Dan Quinn. you got to say to Kyle Shanahan, listen, Run it three times, make them use their timeouts. At worst, it's a 45-yard field goal to win the Super Bowl. That's what we're doing. To put it in his hands, to drop him back twice, then the holding penalty, you're right. They gave that one away. Tony's right. Give Belichick credit for, for hanging in there. But in this Super Bowl here, in my opinion, you're looking across that sideline, and Doug Peterson will not go into this Super Bowl coaching not to lose. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he is I agree. going to exactly. go into that Super You know Super your football, Bowl, Brandon. Coaching That's why I wanted you on the show. Not because I'm, you agree with me completely, no. but because you're a football <laughs> genius. You. You're not like Thank Luigi you. who what? thinks he's a football genius. No, I don't This man is a documented football genius. Listen, I'm a prognosticator like anyone else. I'm not like Punxsutawney Tony Phil or anything. I get it right most of the time. Isn't he coming <laughs> up with his prediction tomorrow? The Groundhog, is it Groundhog, February? Groundhog is Day. Is it tomorrow or it's this week? The Groundhog makes his prediction. Yeah. He's been right like what? It's... 
Well, let he, me check. It, it's bogus because he's always going to predict six more weeks of winter. Right. So when it, when he when he sees his shadow, I forget what the order is now because I don't right. pay attention to it anymore. Right. I'd rather pay attention to you, Brandon, and win some money. Appreciate the, that. Can G. you bet on the Groundhog's pick? Whether it's but here's the thing. It's, it's Friday. Six more Friday, weeks. February second is so Groundhog's Day. So it's this Friday, Super Bowl Friday. We'll have. We'll know a lot of things about this game. We'll know where more money's coming in. Yep. And we'll also know whether it's six more weeks of winter or winter ends in six weeks. Well, the Super Bowl is being played on Groundhog's Day. No, no, no. No, it's no, Sunday. No, it's Groundhog's Day. They coincide. The Super Bowl and Groundhog's Day coincide. No, it's Friday. not Sunday. Friday, February 2nd is Groundhog Day. Okay. That's what it's saying here on the, on the, on the Internet. That's wrong. Give yourself one of those, man, for bad information. We don't want one thing we don't tolerate, Brent. Bad information. Bad information. <laughs> So you're giving it out already, man. Absolutely. So now what are you going to do on your website? Well, I got prop bets up, too. Okay, Prop beautiful. bets inside. I got the actual predicted final score in there as well. Um, BrandonLang.com. I got the one-day free all-access pass. If you've never been to the website and you go there for the first time, just you can get the whole day for free. Now, what's, the, what's the craziest bet you're taking right now, like the, the weirdest prop bet? This is a prop bet I love. I haven't seen a prop bet I love like this in 25 years. Will Al Michaels... Say the name, Rocky. It's plus 180 that he does. <laughs> I honestly feel we win that prop yes. right off the top. Oh, heck yeah. They were That's a like dog a no against brainer. Atlanta. They were a dog against Minnesota. Yes. The ultimate dog, Rocky Balboa, oh. plus 180. You can win, Rock. <laughs> love that one. Yes. Here's the second one I love. Go yes. ahead. No, no, no. I, I actually have some okay. breaking news on, the, on that Punxsutawney Phil thing. Yes. It's actually, forget about Phil. You want to talk about accuracy? You want to go with Staten Island Chuck. Staten Island Chuck, the uh, the the groundhog, he's picking 80% winners <laughs> since wow. 2007. Yeah, he's a sharp. And on a seven, he's a sharp on Long Island. He's a sharp on Long Island. The other Island. dude lives in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Just, what does he know? In the middle of nowhere. I'm Staten Island Chuck, that's who you want. <laughs> Staten, I, I, I had a bookie named Staten Island Chuck once. Is he still operating under an assumed name oh, now? That's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. So Rock, Rocky was the first prop Rocky, the first plus 180, he says it. I say we get that one. Oh, the first, that's a lock. First I mean, three you, minutes. you send it in. Number two, the one I love. You don't do the national anthem time. Time, right, two minutes. Well, or I say African American singers go over, white singers go under. <laughs> That's a lock. So, no, it's a lock. It's a lock. They carry go it out under more. the national anthem. I need except, my lead pipes down here. Except we have for it? Mariah Carey. Mariah, she's half. She's, oh, okay. She's so she, half. so she could she's go either way. A straight white. But Whitney Houston was the <laughs> greatest one of all time. That, that, that was the overlock of a century. Yes. yes. In fact, as far as Super Bowl over unders concerned with the national anthem, she holds it for the longest. Okay. Second of all. Um, last year I went heads and got it. This year's I'm going tail. Tails never fail. So we're going tails on the coin toss. Last but not least, how many times will Tom Brady's age be mentioned during the telecast? The oh. over/under is five. Oh, I think that's way too many. That's, I'm going under too. Under. I think under is a mortal lock. So we got Rocky gets mentioned at plus yes. 180. Under five with Brady's age at plus 110. Can't parlay them together, but I love those two props. But you get you're getting money for a you're getting plus 180, yes. which means you bet 100, you win 180 dollars yes. for him Rocky. to say Rocky, Rocky. I would bet I would remortgage my I yes. would take out a reverse mortgage and yes. bet on that. In fact, I'm going to talk to Al tomorrow when I, I saw him today. Sure he says yes. it, and I will <laughs> slip him a couple bucks. You to, well, you just need to Rocky. all you need to do is say a really great mm. phrase and get it in his brain, and 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 he'll yes. like it'll it'll like I, that start movie with to fester. Yes, the, the gambling movie. Yes, you just guy and the number yeah. or whatever. You, yeah, just, you just mention it. It starts to sort of play inside See, and it works its way through. NBC will have 50 shots of the Rocky statue, statue near the yeah, art yeah. museum. He says rock. There's no bigger no, lock. That's yes. the greatest prop bet ever. There's no bigger lock. 
And you're getting money it's in plus that? What? Plus what? Plus 180. Almost 200. I handed it to you. I'm teeing it up for that you. That is, man. I got it. Are there local books here? There's I got the Bank of America ATM right here, and my right. card is is absolutely burning a hole in my I pocket. Call, I call Ziggy right now, put some action. That's no problem. He's got it. That's no problem, Tom. He takes credit call cards. Call Staten Island, Sean. <laughs> call everybody on Staten uh, Island. Call everybody in South Philly. Call my boys great. down there in South Philly and say, Guido, Nunzio, no, I'm dead Salvatore. Serious. I'm dead serious. Mail it in, boys. Mail it in. I do have someone that will take this action. We can we can put this in. Yes, put it in. I want to retire after the Super Bowl, put just like in. Tom Brady will when the Eagles finish him put off. Put it in. <laughs> you know what? I, now I can't I can't afford to lay the kind of action that Brand, that, that that Brandon's laying and some of the guys he knows. But I'm serious. What do you think? G. G. You want to go G straight on it? I gotta see what my bank account says right now. I got a thousand to put on it. I may put I'll my put al- next month's alimony payment take, on it. I'll How take about your that? Advice, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, put the, I'll take the free eight hundred and put it in my pocket. Yeah. All right, yeah. and I will thank. And you will become a fan of Rocky. You will go see Rocky two after this. No, Tony. I won't. After Rocky helps you win some cash, you will go see Rocky two. I'll go see the next Creed movie. How about that? Yeah, yeah. that's good enough. It's got, it's got the lineage. Exactly. The lineage going. Well, Brandon, it's great stuff, man. You Thanks, got me jacked up now, man. When you talk, when you came over to me today and we talked. And I'm like, I'm we got we to get you on the show, man. Thanks, T. Because you're not just some, some, you know, some guy walking around here who's going to just everybody's has their opinion. No, he's world famous, man. Damn right he is. BrandonLang.com. Let's get to 23 and more, three. More importantly, he's also more accurate than most of these people right. that are walking well, around. With the Super Bowl, with the Super Bowl, this is kind of the pick that's defined my career. So, we've hit three in a row, 20, 22 and three. And uh, I do. I really, I really like the Eagles plus the points. Yeah, that was that was a question actually. Just came up to follow media up. Was, what was the uh, what was the, the winning streak at currently before your last? Currently, season? it's uh, three, three in a row. row. Okay. Um, and on my website, I just don't throw out two hundred dime releases like they're anything. Mm-hmm. I've had three the whole year. I've hit all three. The aforementioned uh, New England over Miami, the game yes, I was yes. talking about, lane sixteen and a half. Number two was Philly over Atlanta. Number three was Philly over Minnesota. Number four is Philly over. Wow. wow. So may may I just ask the follow-up question? Yes. How did your wife react after the game? She, after the game? How about the third quarter? <laughs> she, had a, she had a really nice shopping spree. There um, you have go. Have you taken her here to the Mall of happy, America? Happy wife, happy life. Yes. yes, exactly. Guys need to realize that. Now, did she um, come with you on this trip? No, no, no. I was going to say, look look at this place. We're in, don't we're bring, in one of the don't biggest malls in America. To the beach. Don't I hear you, sand the Don't bring sand to the beach. Oh, no. Now, you see we what I a... brought to wear? You see my listen, wardrobe I have, a, I have a look that I love. Jeans and boots. Uh, it's just it's it's, my it's fetish. Great, I'm yes. not afraid to admit it. I love jeans and boots. All you see here jeans is and jeans and boots. And one plus you get about being in Minnesota, it's boots with the fur, Brandon. Yes. It's yeah. boots with the fur, yeah. brother. I got jeans <laughs> and boots. Now, Brandon, we're we going to have boots to asses on, as The Rock said. He swore that if the Eagles won... He was going to streak down Broad Street. We have people asking if you're going to join him. He's in more of a warmer climate than I am. If win though. the game outright, is Tony going to streak wearing what, underwear? No. No, he and I are going to go the streaking Monty. down Broad the true, Street. Guys the are full, Mon- blue. full Monty. Full Monty. And naked. there's a whole group of people that are now, they're on the bandwagon. They're saying, and we're calling it the Eagles winning streak down Broad <laughs> Street. <laughs> wow. But you know what, though? It won't matter if it, it won't matter if they win. I'll be covered in cash. Gonna, <laughs> I'll be covered in cash. It won't even matter, get brother. arrested. That's all right. It's worth We're going to do it for a charity. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it for a good cause. You can do anything now, and then they don't arrest anybody they anymore. They have a naked a, bike run. If I can run. figure out a way to fly up, I'll do it. 
beautiful we can man. get Pardon? you to we can get you up don't worry about right. that we'll we'll get, we'll get, hearing a guy say that speak. doesn't work all right so listen eagles win outright you guys fly me up i'll streak down broad street oh beautiful you we'll heard figure it we will get we will get it works all right brandon thanks for coming on man give him some thin optics here you gotta have all the you see these thin optics with the greatest invention ever. Look, sometimes, Bruce Murray has him from yeah, Sirius yeah, NFL. Sometimes, the, uh, sometimes the lines are written very, very small, Brandon. You need to be able to put some nice down reading glass on. And there's a keychain the, uh, one, and then take a packet. What's the magnification? It's uh, it's what two hundred? It's a, it's actually it's anywhere between like one twenty-five and, and okay. close to three hundred, depending the, on where you place it on your nose. a couple nose. different ones in there. Okay. Try them out. They're the greatest. Look, this, Bruce came up to me and he already had them. Same as this. That's a keychain one, and this is the one that goes on the back of your phone. See, it's, it stays on your phone. You can have, take so both they're always with you. See, they're always with you. So you, when you're, wherever you are, you know, you're in a restaurant, you're in a I'm bar. I'm give you more. Hang on. And you can't see the check. No, I got that. I need that. You have to have it. Every time I'm in a bar, I can't see the check regardless. Exactly. <laughs> we're streaking. We're going streaking. Outright, we're streaking. Outright, we streak. And Bruce is going to come down from New York City and streak down Broad Street oh, with I us. Got him coming right now. If the, when, the, when the Eagles win. Sure. We have Carolyn. Yes. All right, we got another okay. guest coming in, Bruce. Now, did you get your thin optics? No, we don't take any breaks. Give him the, the boxes right back to relax. Let me get Kara on here. So you don't that even can... now have to send it back to the, to the company. We're here. We are the company. Get what you need over there. We got him. Coming over here. I'm, I'm hooking you up. And you're going to come over here and make demands? I'll throw a beer can at you if you don't get out of here. <laughs> so, let's have Kara sit down, and then I will take care of the gentleman in a minute. Exactly. Hello? Ladies and gentlemen, we are now joined by true royalty here. <laughs> Not Bruce Murray. Not Brandon's up there because he's one of the greatest of all time. But now, did you bring your silver medals? I brought them just for you. All right, let me get you closer to the mic because now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna do, I've done this before, by the way. You're not the first okay. Olympian that has let me wear their medals. There but these go. are actual Olympic medals, hey, silver you're medals. You're natural. Look at that. Look at that. It goes with my complexion, doesn't it? The silver. <laughs> yeah, it looks. And good I'm not you. a vampire, or else I would, uh, <laughs> I would be melting, right? That's right. So you have, ladies and gentlemen, Carolyn Joyce, who won this silver. This one is from Athens, Athens. 2004. Two silver medals there. So you didn't bring all four of them. That would be I showing didn't. off, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just clunky. Some serious you've seen bling. Seen one, you've right? seen them all. Serious <laughs> bling. Now. And now this is the one from Beijing. Yes. And they had jade in the back yes. of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Because every year, every year the medals are different in different Olympiads, obviously. Yeah. They're always every silver. Year. Are they? Well, but are they always like this one's smaller? Yeah. And this one's a bigger silver, so you don't really know until you get there what the medals look like because they're different in every country, right? Well, okay. So for the Summer Olympics, the front of the medal is always the same. It's the Greek goddess Nike, which is the goddess of victory. And the goddess of sneakers, of course. And the goddess yeah. of and sneakers. And the goddess of paint at the yin-yang for sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> and then the back is what's different every year. Okay. But then for Winter Olympics, like you'll see next week, um, every year the Winter Olympics are different. Nothing right. about it's the same. Um, but there's a little bit of consistency in history to the summer ones. Beautiful. And you were in the two summer games and you won the four medals. You're a great swimmer, obviously, in college. It's a Georgia Bulldog, man. Go Georgia dogs. Bulldog. Hunkered down. They didn't hunker down in the national championship hey, game. Hey, you know, they, they gave it they gave it their all. That was a damn good game. You yeah, have it to was. Say it really that. was. You when you go to that, you go that. three-day hangover, you know, I, I, it was a good game. <laughs> three-day <laughs> So now, your last Olympia was 08. 12. I mean, actually. 12. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, you know how many? I've been to a bunch of Olympics, so I love going to the Olympics. Yeah. I, was in L, I was in L.A. in 84. Okay. I've done a bunch of I was in Sarajevo in 84. That's so cool. Wow. I love to hear him say that. And, and you're a Philly guy. Yeah. 
You know, Absolutely. my coach at Georgia, um, like he's like a second father to me. His name's Jack Bowerly, and he's like the biggest Philly sports guy you've ever met. Um, Down in Georgia, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. He, uh, I mean, guys at practice would watch like any Philly like <laughs> sports the night before, because Jack would stop and be like, "Hey, you catch the game last night?" And then they'd be able to like stop and get out of practice and like talk sports with Jack. And so we kind of all got on the train. We would all watch Philly sports to try to like distract him during practice, <laughs> so we could get out. <laughs> So now, this, obviously, it's when there's a lot of swimming, uh, what do they call them? Uh, heats. No, not meets. No, heats. Elements. Heats. You know, there's the strokes. breaststrokes. There's the strokes. Oh, 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 right. okay. Elements, though. I elements, like that. yeah, elements. I would call them elements. <laughs> uh, no, but there's an actual name for strokes. what they are. I don't even know. The Luigi is, he brags about everything <laughs> he can do, but he can't swim. I can, I can do can, a lot of things. I can teach you. <laughs> I don't know. Many have tried. <laughs> Many have tried. If, if you, we can go over to the log flume. They have some small water yeah. over there. Might, yeah. may or may not drown. down there too. I can teach you. Trust me. I'm How about in the Mississippi Singers. River? You do the. Uh, they, you know they have a. It's frozen. They have a, a zip line across the Mississippi River. Yeah. And then we'll just unleash at least uh, Luigi, and then he falls yes. right into the Mississippi, yes. which is not frozen. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> my, my, my problem is, is now Robin. Now Robin used to be able. To, she's taught many people how to swim. Yeah, because she, she grew up in the Netherlands, and everybody, swim, yeah. everybody in the Netherlands has to know how to swim because it's, they're under because they're below sea level. Yeah, you so know, as the babies go in, they won the gold medal against us when we won one of those silvers. They're yes. very good swimmers. I have this phobia of, of deep water as it is, but she but she tells me that it's it's harder for me to swim and to stay floating and tread water because I'm I have I'm so dense. I don't have much buoyancy. I'm, body I'm, fat. I'm, 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 I feel like Michael Phelps didn't have a lot of body fat. That's what I'm I don't too. know. That's what I'm I mean. just <laughs> guessing. No, no, but, no, but that's what I'm saying though. Is that she tells me this, and I'm going, but that's BS because the guy who swims faster than anybody else is shredded. <laughs> no, so but she meant dance, not in the not in body oh, weight. But when you're learning, yeah, how we're all laughing, and having a good time. Relying <laughs> on certain buoyancy to be able to stay afloat, um, it is a little bit more difficult when you are. You yes. have really dense, dense, you sink much more. Like me, I have a little extra padding. <laughs> um, I'm just going to float no matter what. I th everyone can float, regardless yeah. yes. of how dense no, you are. That's no, no, not me. Yes, you Body can. Wise, you just don't know. Ears, everyone can Even float. hope floats, so you could be, be float <laughs> every once in a while. You just don't know how to lay your head in the arm. Well, you're working, go, you're getting I'm on. doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> that's, that's me. You're getting It's all there. about, you got to relax. got to be one with the water, super relaxed. So a few drinks before you go in, things uh, like that. No, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, that, but the more relaxed you are, the easier your body. I want to swim. I, I'm trying to take lessons. I want to learn how to the swim. The older you get, the harder it becomes because yes. it's a psychological yeah. thing. Yeah, I could teach you. Give it. Give me an afternoon. All right, let's, let's do it. Teach you. Let's do it. There's no. There's no really warm pools here, though. I don't no, swim. Go in right cold. Put you in the cold pool. Yeah, the cold pool. <laughs> That'll motivate you. Yeah. Harold goes Joyce. all my confidence. Two time <laughs> Olympic medal. So, now these are these. The, I remember when they used to be solid silver, but they're not really solid silver anymore. I've right? heard. I've heard that they're just silver plated. Um, outrage because I wanted to put these in. You know, you always see the commercials. What's in your safe? <laughs> Buy silver because the silver uh, content of the world is yeah. is diminishing. Are they point nine two five? I don't know what they are. I yeah, I couldn't tell you. But they're um, heavy though. They are. Well, and it's funny because like the one in Athens from mm -hmm. two thousand four, that silver is tarnished. The one in Beijing two thousand eight, yeah. it's still like brand new looking, and I don't know why. Are you allowed to use means. the dip it? You know how they, when you do the silverware at home? Oh, then, yeah. I, I haven't done that. <laughs> I'll probably like disintegrate them on accident. You don't have to spend your money on that. What do you do? If you take orange juice, warm water, and ketchup, dilute it, 
and put put your silver in there, it will. Yeah, that's will what you want to do with two Olympic silver <laughs> no, medals. No, it will. I'm telling you, it takes all the tarnish off your silver. The citric acid takes all the tarnish. Which is hack my metal now. It's no, hack my metal. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to. Help, I'm trying to help the common folk who doesn't have the you know the, the tarnish. Common stuff. folk, the, the, you're not a common folk when you win four silver medals in the Olympics. Other people have other stuff. They have <laughs> other silver. And I love common. I love the Beijing one with the jade on the back. Yes, that's so badass. That's beautiful. beautiful. Well, at an event, somebody actually dropped my Athens medal onto my what? Beijing medal it's and a it cracked. Crack. No, yeah. crap, no. Jay. Yeah. Can you take it into K Jewelers and have him like maybe There's fix no, it for you? Like, exactly. Online. There's no yeah. like metal insurance. I can't be like, hey China, wow. can I get a new one? But so, you know what? Uh, my medals have China? seen yeah, my medals have seen like thousands of kids' hands, and I would rather have the jade cracked than them like collecting dust and pristine on a shelf. No, and, no, you it's, know, incredible. Never it's incredible. It's I've been fortunate cool. to see. Inspires I mean, kids, radio hosts, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Guys who can't swim. Guys who can't go. swim. I'm not gonna let you touch him because, well, you're not swimming now. Obviously, once you once you're finished as a professional swimmer, you still swim regularly, right? I would think not not in competition, but just. Do you have a uh, pool in your backyard? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know, I think a lot of swimmers uh, feel the same way. Like once you've done it, like you did it. It's over. It's right? over. Yeah, but like. But when you to go to the beach, a, you still go swimming. I do. Yeah. yeah okay. You know, in a tropical climate. You know, but like right now, you know, we're in Minnesota. It's like five degrees outside. I know. Last I know. thing I'm not talking about here. So you didn't sign up for the polar plunge. I didn't. No. That's not <laughs> have my you ever jam. done that? Have you ever like jumped cold water? Because yeah. When you're I a swimmer, mean, you have to be used to all those conditions. Literally every day as a swimmer, the worst part about swimming is just getting in. It's just yeah. freezing cold. Every, you get out of bed at 4 o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. nice, toasty, warm bed, and then jump into a nice cold pool. <laughs> how, many la how many laps are you swimming a day, just during practice? How many laps? Um, I don't know how many laps. Around uh, probably 7,000, 8,000 yards, <clears throat> meters. Wow. I can't even walk that far. I can drive that far. But I'm old. <laughs> a couple <laughs> miles a day. What? So now your specialty, so you won these in, in, in freestyle? Yes, my specialty was 50 and 100 freestyle. So I'm a sprinter, and I'm six feet tall. Um, sprinters tend to be a little bit taller. And yes. um, yeah, I, I was lucky to swim the 50 free at three Olympic Games. Now I want to get into what you're doing now, which is even better than swimming, yes. which is helping other people, yes. which is great when you're a great athlete and you've, you've completed your career mission and then you know, hey, I got other things I can do now other than Absolutely. jumping in a pool. Yeah, well, I, I found once I retired from swimming, um, I started to work with a lot of teenage girls in town. I, I live in Denver, Colorado. And um, all these girls, I mean, their parents would bring them to me for a lesson and they would be like, hey, you know, uh, I know we got 30 minutes in the pool, but honestly, can you just talk to her? I don't even care if she swims. Can you just try to talk? Like I've tried, but. <laughs> and um, so after doing that for a couple years, um, I realized like, hey, I can create a place where everyone can come to me. And I might not have all the answers, but I have some friends that do. And so I created Lead Sports Summit for girls, and it's for teenage girl swimmers ages 13 to 18. And we bring in Olympic champions like that Missy Franklin, awesome. Elizabeth Beisel. We have nutritionists, confidence coaches, and we do like really fun activities, panel discussions, like intimate Q&A, breakout sessions. We have like all like crazy cool sponsors, like UGG is a sponsor of our event. All the girls get free slippers. and. Um, it's just a, it's an incredible four day event and it is so life changing. They learn about, you know, how to be more confident, how to speak, you know, leadership skills, things that will carry them through their swimming, but also carry them through life. And swimming is just, it's always just a small part of your life, no matter how far you take it and everything else. Like this is just a springboard for what's next. And springboard. So. I like that. You're not even a diver. <laughs> Leadsportssummit.com is the website. So people can go there, but it's in Denver though. So it's like a camp that you, or you do it around the country. So our first event was in Austin, Texas, um, over Labor Day weekend in 2017. And this year we're in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, So cool. we had girls fly in from Hawaii, from New York, from all over. And um, we're bringing in uh, over 
100 girls this time. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So people can get all the information on your website. LeadSportSummit.com. Carolyn, Joyce, don't let me forget your medals. <laughs> you can keep them. i gotta <laughs> I got to take a picture with them, though, yeah. before. Yeah. But I don't take breaks on this show, so I can't. So I'll take them later before you leave. <laughs> all How's right. That? Sounds good. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you so much. This is awesome. Good job. Great stuff. Thank you. Carolyn Joyce, let's give her a roaring round of applause, Luigi. I'm trying. You, you can't swim, but at least you can hit a sound effect. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I hit a lot of things, don't <laughs> She is tall, though. And you're right. When you're freestyle, you know what the key in the freestyle swimming is, right, Robin? To get that arm, that long arm. It helps when you're like, like when. To touch the wall first. Because that's one, that's one, 50 meters is one length of the pool. But I got some other breaking news. We have breaking news? More importantly, our pal Jay Ziering. Oh, Jay is in the house. Here. And I got, I got Ivan getting the day pass for him so he can bring over some fabulous product from Cantina Laredo, my brother. Oh, beautiful. And now a guy who just blew me off last night at the media event walked right by me and said, I don't have time for you, sucker. All right. I'm hosting the NFL Network Wait a second. Super Bowl Why party. Wait a Where was I going? Where was, where, <laughs> to work. I'm busting Where was truck. I going? I was going on stage. I had about 90 seconds to get up there. 90 seconds. <laughs> Nine zero. And you know I don't move very quickly, Tony Bruno. All right, man. No, How are you? I'm great, Chris. Ladies and gentlemen, give him a roaring round of applause, Luigi. Yeah, the great Chris Rowe. He's on MLB. He's, on, he's like everywhere now. You pretty much have covered, other than the digital. Now, are you on a digital platform like I am, too? I've I mean, I know your before. shows are all, you know, available yeah, they, they online. Take, yeah, they take clips or they'll run a whole show in the case of intentional talk. Yeah. So it's, it's all there. So baseball, so right as soon as this is done, because you're working at the NFL Network, mm -hmm. you're working at MLB Network, right. what other jobs do you have now? Are you doing anything with the Cleveland Browns, by the way, uh, to help them, maybe? I think they finally got the right guy in charge. <laughs> I mean, go, go John Dorsey. I've got my John Dorsey pom-poms. Uh, uh, it's amazing how many guys that I've worked with in the media are, are long-suffering, because, you know, long-suffering Eagle fans, right. but longer-suffering suffering Cleveland Brown fans. At yeah, least you got LeBron back, and he, you got an NBA championship. That's true. That's true. We've got that. We'll always, uh, you know, it's funny. And the Indians was, have been good, so. Yes. And, um, it's about damn time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in 2016, on Father's Day, when we finally won that first championship, and I'm 45 years old at the time, it's the first one of my life. Well, you're on your that was then you were 45 then. Yes. How old are you now? Well, come on, do the math. That was. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm 47. <laughs> come on, Gundy. So, but you're going to be one of those guys like the Dick Clark generation, where you never yeah. age. That's nice. You look at me, and I'm deal. a battered, broken performer. No, you've looked like a human thumb ever since I've known well, you. Well, thank that's you. Been over thank 20 you. Years, so. And then uh, same with uh, same with all the guys from the old best damn sports show days. Yeah. I, you know, I go back and forth with Tom Arnold all the time. You never go back. I always throw a little shot at you, but you never respond. You and Siciliano now never respond to any of my great tweets towards you. Well, that's, that's Are you not following a, me, by the way, on Twitter? I, I'm almost positive I am. I, I mean, don't know about well, that. Well, I, I will by the end of the interview. Let me uh, see Okay, because that's unacceptable. Don't make it unacceptable. That's then one you, of my major things. Be, that, be this guy. Like, last <laughs> night I blew you off. <laughs> no, I'm not following you on I'm Twitter. Kidding. I, For you, God's sakes. Don't make him any angrier than he already is. Chris, please. <laughs> please. I'm not angry. I only have to deal with him eight minutes every year. I would appreciate it. I'm not angry. I'm from Philly. I mean, that's just a, that's so. Are you excited? Of course, I'm excited. Well, like you know, this is my 29th Super Bowl, so I come to the Super Bowl because I love doing this every year. But now that the Eagles are following me along, it's fun, you know, because you always root for your team. And I'm not a, 
I'm a fan, but I'm not a blatant homer. Like when the Eagles ran it in Jacksonville when I was out in L.A., right. you know, we all went down there. We went to New Orleans. We did a lot of great Super Bowl shows back in the day. And it's fun. It's always different. It's always fun. I mean, you have to enjoy this too, right? Absolutely. I mean, the uh, NFL Network, it doesn't get any better than that, no, does it? No, it's awesome. I and mean, we've got 85 live hours of coverage this week. It's insane. So it's, it's great. You get to see uh, a lot of familiar faces. I think it's fun when there's new teams in it, like Philly. Uh, I thought it was kind of enjoyable to see them soak in the atmosphere last night. I thought they did. And I actually thought that the Patriots, to be honest with you, enjoyed themselves more than I've seen in recent years. Were you surprised that the fans were booing everything Eagles, including their children no. that they brought up? No. <laughs> they, were, they weren't booing those little Norse children. <laughs> they, they were booing the, the Eagles, I, which I, I, I understand. Get, I get booing the fans, but not booing the players. Why? Because you hate, you don't hate the players. You hate the game. Stop it! Right? They just. I think. I think. Wasn't hey. it Michael Irvin that said that on Best Ambulance? <laughs> I hate you. By the way, how about Michael's suit last night? Oh God! That was the greatest suit ever. I wish you could have been in the green room. We, so Michael was running a little late. He wasn't feeling great. He had gone to the doctor, and he walks in. Not only in that suit. I got to get this picture for you, Bruno. Oh, I, I went know over it's, it's to not him. Gonna, it's not going to be great. No, I got pictures with Mike. I ran no, no, over no. and grabbed him. Not the suit. Or the coat? The coat. He gave me props on my suit, though. Yeah, he and, did. yeah Luigi was wearing a nice double breast. Yeah, it, it was the fur coat from the 90s that we all oh, remember. He walks, oh, in, that, he walks into the green room. He goes, we all look at him. We're like, Mike, you okay? He goes, I had to bring it out of retirement. <laughs> I had to. You're not going to do it in Miami. You're going to do it here in Minnesota where it's one degree out. Oh, my God. It's a great. So he actually, boy, he must have had a big bag. He must have had a gigantic, what do they call those uh, things with the baggage when you used to put them on the trains? Trunks? trunks. Trunks. He had to have a trunk just for his stuff, right? You got stuck on the word trunk? Trunk, yeah. I couldn't think of what they call because nobody uses trunks anymore. It's been a long day. <laughs> Except the murder day. on the Orient Express. That's when I think of trunks. I think of people taking big trunks on, on trains when they go across country. He is he is one of a kind. He is one of well, a Mike, kind. Oh, yeah, he's one of my favorite people on earth. I love him. I and love that suit, man. Now, because you know, we, we saw Michael wear crazy clothes, but we had our own. We had wardrobe, though, when we were doing Best Damn. Yes. You know, I still oh, have. We still do. We, I you know, still we... have the clothes that I wore on Best Damn Sports Show. That's I good. I still have belts that fit me. I have shirts that fit me. The pants now are a little bit bigger now. But it's unbelievable. Oh, Bruno? Yeah. It even has my initials on it. Remember, we had initials on all what our clothes? What sort of medication are you taking to get in those pants? Uh, nothing. I'm just trying not to get fat. You're not come here for 10 days, and there's food all around. That's true. That's true. How many times have you hit Shake Shack? None. No. None. Can you just believe that? It's not However, we do have uh, some special delivery right behind us from Cantina Laredo. Have you been so to Cantina Laredo? Fresh table side guacamole. You oh, want some table side guac? Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good, huh? We got it's table good. side. Yeah, by the way, have you heard of Fit Optics? Is that a fat joke? What no, are we no, 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 no. The it greatest. Now, in... now, now can you, can you need glasses to read up close? No, not yet. Really? Take Wait, these no. because. You're over 40, though, right? I know. I'm well That's over great 40. Vision. How did you manage that? Because usually at 40, it's like bam. Yeah, it's over. See what it is? Because yeah. you know when I you go out, when you start having a hard time at bars and, and you don't have your glasses with you, you just pull them off, they're attached to your phone, stick them on like this. Oh, my this, God. And then you read down and you can see. Are you serious? Yeah, no, it's awesome. And it's like the best invention everywhere. ever. Optics. Wait, it's are those company. different prescriptions? No. No, they're all like basic. There's, there's all one? 150 to 200. One? You can wear them if you are anywhere between like 1.25 and 3. Here's slide one on. Look at all the different cases that they have that you, you can put on your phone. Man, we have, they have everything. Military. You know what? I'm going to take one of these for my wife because she does need, Absolutely. She needs these. I have a special we women's have edition. Stuff. Oh, you do? You have yes. Women? 
Oh, I like this. What do you think we are here? Remember when we used to this do This is like one-stop shopping. This, this is, is great. man. You're going to get some well, table, side, table side guac. What else do you need, Chris? Because we take care of our guests on the show. I mean, this show. is unreal. We're not like these all schlep shows here. Bruno, I w- oh, gosh. You're the best. Look look at our set here. Do you, what do you notice between our setup and the rest of Radio Oh, Love? yeah, sponsorships. And not only that, look at oh, the this space. Nice. Look at the space we have here. You can relax See, this here. Is, this, is what, this is why the everybody of, loves Bruno. King of Radio right, Row. Hey, it's good to be the king. Jim Rome called me the king of Radio Row years That's ago. That's true. And I'm continuing that streak. What number Super Bowl is 29. 29. 29. And I missed a couple. I should be in the 30s because I er, 19, the uh, the 79, the, the Rams-Steelers Super in Bowl, Pasadena. 79, was the first Super Bowl I went to. And then I went to the Eagles the following year. Right. And I had a streak going through the 80s. And then I missed a couple. And then when I went to ESPN in the 90s, I went every year. And then at Fox, I went every year. And then I missed, well, Indy, I missed once. And then I've been at every one since then. It's, it's unreal. It's, it's a tradition. Unlike any, it's sort of like the Rose Bowl used to be. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, the Skins game. Remember when the right. Skins game? That's good. So now what are your plans now for the, You're going to be here through the whole thing, right? Yeah, so uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we've got Super Bowl Prime. So that's Dion, LT, and myself. Uh, you know, we'll have a ton of guests piling through that. And that happens at 9 o'clock Eastern. And that's going to be at the stadium, right? Where no, you I think you are, I guys are all over the place. Yeah, we're all over the place. We've got multiple sets all over the place. And then uh, Saturday is probably my most enjoyable assignment. Um, I get to interview the Hall of Famers right after they oh, get in. Oh, beautiful. So, they, you know, they walk out on stage at NFL Honors. They bring them backstage. Do you get, get to bro hog them like the commissioner would do? Uh, yeah, well, it depends on the person. Last year there was a lot of bro hugging because we had three of our own go in with exactly. Kurt, LT and TD, and that, that was that was really special. Now uh, Ray Lewis is a lock, right? Yes, There's no absolutely. doubt about it. He's the it. only one that's a lock. Yes. Now who else gets in? Give me your guesses right now, Chris. So Not educated the, guesses. No, of course. on the on the so there's 15 modern era finalists vying for five spots, and there are five offensive linemen, right? So and it's interesting. You got a center, two guards, and two tackles. So you got Baselli and Jacoby. Outside. And, 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 and Baselli's a lock. No, he's not a lock. You don't think Tony Baselli's a lock? Not really. I, I think he made – I think TD getting in last year immensely helps his case. Right. But he, I don't think he I made don't mean the top. for this year. I mean, eventually he's going to get in. Well, you asked not, me who's getting in this week. Oh, okay. I just don't want you to think – when I say lock, I don't mean first ballot this uh, year lock. Okay. No. You know, uh, Steve Hutchinson is a yep. guy that could squeeze in there on his first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a very, very good player. Um there's four defensive backs. You know, I thought Brian Dawkins was getting in last year, to be honest with you. But don't you think John Lynch gets in this year? Because, I mean, there's a lot of good defensive backs, as you mentioned, safeties. And Brian Dawkins is going to get in. The question is, does he get in this year or does Lynch? Because they're not going to take three defensive backs. Who do you think was a better player? I mean, they were both great players. Right. I mean, if you're making the top 15, yeah. you're a damn good football player. And we're talking – I mean, there's not much that separates the guys. I think Dawkins – was probably a little bit better in coverage. Mm-hmm. They were both ferocious against the Absolutely. run. Absolutely, You know, you could do a lot with them. I, I, I would guess, I think, the, the more people I'm talking to, I think they lean toward Dawkins. Oh, wow. And then Philly fans will be excited. Now, what about T.O.? I don't think he gets in. I don't think he gets in this year. And I think, it's, I think it's wrong. It I don't is think wrong. it's good optics for that room. Um, he didn't make the top ten last year either. And it's really going to be a problem when Randy Moss... Exactly. It it's, it's really sad because, you know, again, we talk about on the field or off the field. There's no doubt Terrell know, is but, one of the greatest receivers the thing, of all time. Is that the argument against him is that on the field extends into the locker room, and I think you have a real hard time when you're making that leap. Sure, you're going to talk to guys who hated him and felt like he was disruptive force, 
But you're going to talk to a lot of guys that were teammates of his that said every Sunday from 1 to 4, that guy balled his, you know? Yeah. And the other thing is weird because I saw T.O. tweeted out that the reason he wasn't on the Eagles anymore is because Donovan McNabb didn't want him on the Eagles. So he's saying this stuff publicly on Twitter, and that has to hurt his cause too, right? Well, yeah, now this is a different argument. Now you're expecting T.O. to kind of fall in line, and that's never been his way. Right? I'm thinking if you're pimping for votes and you want to finally go over the edge, not that a lot of people you know, think Donovan McNabb is the end-all, be-all, but when you're, when you're dissing a guy, when you played in a Super Bowl game, when you were hurt and you played great for that team, and yep. then you say the reason that you weren't there anymore is because the quarterback didn't want you there, you know, it's the, it's the court of public opinion, which has a lot to do with this. In fact, most of it has, has to do with the court of public opinion. Does it not? I, I don't know. I'm not going to go that far. The, these writers that vote, and now it's Dan Fouts and James Lofton are in the room as well, bringing the number to 48. They do their research. They talk Absolutely, to a lot of they people. Do. They don't just get in there with. Are they group. better than the baseball writers who play guy? It's so no, 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 no. It's so different. It's so, and that's not fair either because the baseball. Listen, the baseball I, writers seem that they don't want to put guys in. Well, Football that's not true. They, ambas- they want the last, walking ambassadors. No, over the last five years, they put sixteen people in. That's the l- most in a five-year stretch in the history of that sport, and I'm happy that we're getting four. I agree. Every year. And because think, it seemed for a long time that they would one or two hey, guys would go in and then have the, the Veterans Committee vote a guy in. Hey, the year that Bonds and, and Clemens were first year on the ballot, so this was their sixth year, nobody got in. And that was, I thought, one of the saddest days in baseball Absolutely. history. Absolutely. How can you not have anybody go into your Hall of Fame and feel good about it? I agree. That's why I'm critical of it. Yeah, well. I think football does it right. They have walking ambassadors who are always out schmoozing. Yep. You know, they don't wait till guys die and say, oh, it's a shame he didn't get in, but uh, he wasn't a Hall of Famer when he played but I really years think ago. I, but now he's dead, so he's a Hall of Famer. I think it's really changed over the last five years. Sit outrage, Chris, and you know it. Oh, there it is. Thank it's you. Out- <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for Wait a minute. We had to go about 13 minutes before I got one of those. Wait, you know how long the segment's going? That's all right. I just try to keep track of my head. All right, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, so who do you we, like? Quick pick. We actually have some breaking news. What? Breaking news? That uh, Chris Rose might be interested in because, I, as you know, the Eagles fans that cannot get a ticket to the game yes. um, are having a hard time finding an Eagles bar. designated bar because establishments have bought into the whole media that they don't want Eagles fans congregating. Right. Well, we have just, we now can officially announce that Tony Bruno. Oh, you're getting this news. I want you to go yes. right on the set and break into Andrew Siciliano's segment. Yes. And report this breaking news to the nation, well, to football let fans. Let her get through it. Is going to be hosting the only officially designated Eagles bar party, viewing party on Super Bowl Sunday at Town Hall Brewery downtown oh, on Washington. Beautiful. Right How great here is in that, Minnesota. Chris? I want to see multiple cameras. I want multiple that's, avenues. That's good business. I'll do POV. I'll put a camera on and then go live on NFL Network. How's that? That's what I'm talking about. How's that? That's good because business. Because there'd be a lot of fans, you know, that every year they, that they come to the town of the Super Bowl and they can't yep. get tickets. So where do they go? to look for a bar. See, I never understand that. Why would you want to? You want to see this there. is a wonderful city. I understand it if it's tropical, warm, you want to get out of Philly. For a little while, like I would come to Minneapolis May through October. I, I mean, I think it's an awesome place. But you grew but up in Cleveland, so you're not like a Southern California guy who grew up in the sun. Listen, 
It's the whole experience, though. The entire week leading up to it. Is and it really? The, yeah, I mean. You mean all the parties you can't get into? Well, the, I mean, it's old hat for people like you. But for somebody that's been waiting for this day to yeah. come around their entire life, and all of a sudden now they can be a well, part we, of it. Listen, I've always talked about that with my brothers. I said if if the Browns are ever fortunate enough to make it this point, and let's just working on uh, putting a winning streak together during the regular season yes. before we get to even talk about that. But if the Browns ever make it, would we go to the Super Bowl? And I said, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, well, you ho- work for the hopefully, NFL Network. hopefully I would go. still be working. But I'm just saying if we were just fans, I said, nah, I think we would all just kind of watch it together. And that's and, what a lot of people do. No yeah. doubt about it. No See, I would rather it. be around the people that are the, mean the most to me than to be with a bunch of strangers. I, that's just me. I hear you. Chris, so thanks so Town much for Hall coming Brewery. by. Town Hall Brewery. That'll be Brewery. good for them. Can you break into the NFL? Can you run a crawl on the bottom, get Ian Rappaport or all the other guys on it? Because Mike, the Eagles Michael fans Silver. Are, they're looking for yeah. a home here in Minneapolis, and now they have oh. one. Town- There's not much breaking news, you know, that happens here. All right, so if, if Michael Silver comes on the air anytime in the near future, he'll go, um, Andrew, I have breaking news. Uh, this has just come to me from the outstanding broadcaster, Tony Bruno. I believe that the only Eagles bar that will be in Minneapolis this Sunday exclusively showing the Super Bowl will be the Town Hall. Bar. Is that Town on Washington? Hall. Yes, Brewery. it is. Town Hall Brewery. We have okay. two sources to confirm it now, so you can run with it. And I just got off the phone with Hugh Jackson, who has <laughs> confirmed this report. Andrew, back to you. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Thanks so much. I'm getting the wrap-up signal. You got it. I'm getting She's mad at me now, even though I see her every year. Oh, God. You, oh, you got the stink eye from Sarah. Yeah, I did. Uh, Sarah, right. she has Chris, a good great stink to see eye. You, All right. Thanks so much. There he is, the great Chris Rose. Give him a warm round of applause. He's no longer an outrage. And he got, he got uh, and we have some tableside guac if you want to. We're going to set it up right there. Oh, Jay is right here. here. We're going to set up right here? Yeah, we're going to we set up right here. Guac. He's here because wanna, of me. We're going to grab a little quick guac here, just freshly made. This is tableside guac. This isn't generic supermarket guac. This is great guac. And ain't it no crock, rock, Luigi. Tony, I'm so excited to be able to tell people that we are going to be Jay, sit down, Jay. the party for Eagles fans that can't get into the game. It's official. I mean, you don't get this kind of breaking news on Town Radio Hall Row Brewery, normally. baby. Jay, are you excited? It's all the same. This is one of my dreams come true right here, being right but, here in the middle of Radio Row. With and serving tableside guac. Whatever you can fit in that bowl, my friend, right there. You want now, me to put it all in there? You can save it for later. Save you can it for later. save it for later, man. I'm gonna, grab some, I'm gonna grab some chips. Does it travel well? Uh, honestly, <laughs> to be completely honest with you, no, no, it doesn't travel. Well, they might well. put it in there. We'll have people just dip put it, it, put it in there. Let's, in the bowl. let's put it in there. Anybody up. comes by, not only are we giving them thin optics, oh. we're giving them tableside guac from Cantina Laredo right here in the Mall of America. Courtesy of the great Jay Zirin over here. Jay Zirin, who we met in Philly, and since then. He's traveled the world, and he wound up here, what, in September, right? Tra- traveled the world. <laughs> yeah, since September. I've been here for about six months now here at Mall um, of America. And so then we get, we get here, and as soon as we drive in from the airport, I see Cantina Laredo. So yeah. we called our buddy at Cantina Laredo, King of Prussia in the Philly area, Brian, and said, Brian, there's a Cantina Laredo here. We have to have dinner. And then he tells Luigi, hey, Jay is, the, is, is in charge there now. I'm like, dude. <laughs> So we uh, went in, and it was a great, great meal. I, would, I wouldn't read. say in charge. I'm acting like I'm in, I'm in charge here, but uh, but I'm having a great time. Having a great time. Uh, great staff here in, in Mall of America. Uh, some some familiar faces and stuff like that. But uh, 
It's a great company to work for. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it here in Mall of America. Really exciting time, though, as well. Oh, they're oh, just fresh out, fresh out there, fresh, fresh out there. Honestly, and I, uh, you know, it's not really good to eat on the air, but I, I want people to, to to pretend they're me right now. And, and listen, if you've been to the Cantina Laredo uh, locations all over the place, people listening all over, you know how great the tableside guac is. It is phenomenal. And listen, uh, if it's any good, uh, I made it personally. But if it's if it's terrible, I gotta admit that it was one of our servers who made it. This is really good. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I feel like uh, Dave, uh, Andrew Zimmer now on Bizarre Foods, although this isn't bizarre. <laughs> we saw Anthony Bourdain on the way in. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain's here, huh? Uh-huh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Andrew Zimmer's here, and he lives in Minnesota. You know Andrew Zimmer on uh, I'm Bizarre familiar. Foods? I'm familiar, yeah. Delicious destinations. Oh, I got a big... Look at Robert oh. has to get a whole pound of it oh. on one yes. chip. Load it up. I helped her. Say, Load it I would up. Eat, I would just eat plain avocado. She yells at me for help her all the time. I hope you get all that avocado. I only get a little. I always. I do. I'm not one of these people who goes into an avocado bowl, and then like puts like a 50 pounds on it, and then there's no chips left. Hey, and you still got guac. We got the chip to guac ratio is very very important. Okay. Very very very. This important. one's even better than, than the other one that. We even had. better. Even, even better. better. Well then, then I have to admit I made this myself. <laughs> we got a three mil seven bushel bag full of chips over there, hey, man. Listen, Luigi. Listen, to me. I hooked you up with a whole big thing of roasted tomatillo salsa oh, that oh, you enjoy man. as well. Make sure I had all that in there for you as well. Well, so. wait. There's more. No. If you're uh, if you're a fan, this you is don't great. just have to be an Eagles fan. Nope. But if you're listening to the podcast and you're here at Mall of America the rest of this week, you know we have? We gave a couple away yesterday. Courtesy of Jay and Cantina Laredo here. We have gift cards. Wait, let Jay explain. You're right. eating. Sorry. All right, listen. So, uh, it's so, so good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you pop on into the Tony Bruno show. I've uh, given him uh, some free top shelf guacamole made table side, courtesy wow. of our shout out to a couple of our buses, Eugenia. So you um, come in, you automatically get tableside guac. Tableside guac, boom, serves up to two to four people. Two avocados, fresh cilantro, or onion, tomato, lime juice, our fresh uh, secret spice, top shelf, top shelf guacamole spice. Funny cilantro. Tableside. Oh. And then as well, I gave you guys a couple coupons for those uh, Casaritas. Casaritas, baby. Casaritas. And she's not working the main stage at the local establishment <laughs> no, tonight. She'll be on the side stage. But, but, but think about that. You stop by the show. All you got to do is say, come over, say hello to us. And, and the fans have been pouring in from all over the place. You got your tableside guac and a, and a, and a casarita start you off right there. Boom, you're already now flying. Explain the casarita because it's listen, a margarita. A lot, a, lot of people are, uh, a lot of people are hesitant to order the house margarita at, at, a, at a local you, Mexican normally, establishment. They're like they have a lot of that, that sweet, that sour sauce oh, yeah. or whatever they call the, the it. Sour it's mix. The sour, sour mix. mix. And it's That's nasty. not a real guac. That's not a real margarita. No. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Here at Cantina Laredo, we offer uh, our top shelf, top shelf casarita. It's our house margarita. It's only six bucks for happy hour. It's uh, made with fresh squeezed, hand squeezed lemon and lime juice. Uh, shout out to a couple of our uh, our, our bartenders, uh, Jackie and uh, Angie and Santiago. They uh, put their blood, sweat, and tears in these margaritas. And the margarita has the lime that's inverted, the lime no, skin. No, that's that's the the, the the flip. Oh, that's, that's a whole that's a whole right, different right, thing. That's the combo right, flip, flip, bro. Yes. Combo that's flip. my I'm go-to. Sorry. Yeah, plenty of plenty of uh, margarita options at Cantina Loreto. We got the Casarita, the Cabo flip. Uh, the Cabo Flip is like the house margarita, but it has an added feature. <laughs> but not the, now, now, normally, Tony would be doing a lot of talking about a lot of these places. But but Cantina Laredo, especially in KOP, is like, uh, it's like my playground over there. These guys have some of the most unbelievable top-shelf tequilas you will find anywhere. And you can find them right here at the Mall of America, too. I mean, the selection Every of location. Tequila, the Añejos, the Reposados are through the roof, man. The stuff you can't get, they got. 
So Damn if you're right. a connoisseur, you like to kill, or you just like to drink and have a good time, that that seriously, Cantina Laredo, that's the place you got to go, man. Well, it's too bad. Like Mike Quick, we need it. We we saw him. I haven't seen him yet today. Dude, now he so is a tequila aficionado. He really is. Mike Quick, the yes. former wide receiver and now radio broadcaster and on the Eagles game. He desperately wanted to come to the last tequila dinner that was back at King of Prussia Mall. Um, in Philadelphia, but was unable to make it. So we were hoping that he would be able to make it down here while he's here. But I haven't run into him today. I saw him yesterday, but he'll come. He'll be back. We'll take him over. We'll uh -oh. have to have a. See, he's a tequila aficionado. Oh, bring him! Bring him over. We got. Cantina Laredo officially loves tequila. That's just that's the difference, man. It's official. It's a place. <laughs> so here at uh, Cantina Laredo, I'm um, all of America. Are you reading from a prepared statement? Oh, now, oh absolutely. We got over 70 different tequilas, <laughs> man. Okay, I, oh, man. This is my first. This is my first gig here, if man. You, if, if you're into tequila, everything must be ad libbed. Come on, man. <laughs> Seriously. Can oh, you I'm name so sorry. every every tequila that you have at Cantina Laredo. Oh, we have, we, have, we have over 70, over 70 different tequilas. Uh, a couple of my favorites are Clase Azul, Top Shelf Tequila. It's my favorite, Clase Azul Reposado. Um, I know you guys are very, uh, very um, adamant about your Chamucos tequila. The Chamucos Blanco, or the Silver, which is the, the, the one that's not the most top shelf. You got the Reposados, you got the Double Añejos, you got the Añejos. Oh, that yeah. was the best silver I've ever had. Oh, yeah. The Blanco. Oh, the, it's the cleanest, smoothest silver you'll it, possibly it's find. It's amazing. Because that's usually not the best of the uh, of the tequilas when you start going up the food Absolutely. chain. Of, of the, it's uh, smoother than Kara's silver metals, bro. That's that's how smooth that silver is. Seriously. Absolutely. No, no tarnish on those. No tarnish on that. On that <laughs> no tarnish on the Chamucos Did you see Blanco. our Olympic uh, double uh, silver medal winner? I have just not. Done? She I was just on here. She's six foot tall. She's an Olympic. She's I was wearing her silver medals. What? Yeah. She's teach me how to swim. Man, I'll tell you what, there's so many big names around here that I can't even keep track with who's famous, who isn't anymore. I'm just treating everybody like like they're, they're, they're superstars family. right now. I'm, uh, I'm you like even a, treat a us like we're superstars, okay? <laughs> well, well, you guys of, are superstars, let's be real. Speaking of treating like family, we now uh, should invite him to the Tony. Now are you Green working Sunday over at Cantina Laredo? I am. Uh, unfortunately, I am working on Sundays, Cantina Laredo. However, uh, our hours are, are until late at night, so I might be able to pop in. I have no idea where this is going. We've announced our official Super Bowl party. We have a location now. Yeah, you guys are talking. Did you decide on a location? Yes, it is at Town Hall Brewery on Washington Avenue, and oh, it is. It that's is, a good place. That's I've been there a couple times. So really um, fun. They are the pioneers of craft beer in Minnesota. They're just a few blocks oh. from the Bank Stadium. U.S. Bank Stadium, they have craft beer, big bourbon, great cocktails, scratch food, including the amazing Brewer's Double Burger. Oh, beautiful, man. So it is going to be an awesome, awesome location Are to you Jack, watch Luigi, the game. And I'm yoked, bro. They Are you have, yoked? He's yoked. I'm yoked. Are you woke? I'm always woke, and I always keep it 100, Tony. You Are you that. lit? <laughs> Yes, it's course, going bro. to be lit on Sunday. <laughs> it is absolutely going to be lit. On I might Sunday. go to Cantina and get lit tonight. You can stop by, stop by the show. Get We're doing the party. The party's down us, here tonight. You know the, the media party. Here? Yeah, the big media private party. But hey, we'll man, get this you is my in. one day off this week. Let's, we'll let's get make you it in. happen. I'll get you in. You're gonna get me in. Yes, you get me in. I'm gonna get you Chamucos on Friday. Oh, make sure you can come man. check us out at Cantina Laredo. Make sure it's all in there for you guys. Absolutely. So if you're coming to Minnesota, you're in the Mall of America. Got to go to Cantina Laredo. All the locations. King of Prussia is our favorite place. And now we're here, and there's one right down the food court from us here. As soon as we drove in, we were like, where are we going for dinner? Cantina. Boom, boom. boom. hop, skip, and a jump right there. Whether Jay was there or not, we would have gone there. <laughs> but Definitely. it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to have him there. Dude, that's no. the, there's the kick on, on, the, on the back end of that. Uh, of that. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, I'm not a big so spice good. guy. I love it, dude. It's but this perfect. Has got the, this is the perfect kick. Hey, I made sure I made sure I didn't put any onions in that guacamole for you. I remember that you didn't like that. So. That, that service right there. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. People are saying, you know, you shouldn't be eating on air. You know what we say to that, Tony? Fafangul, eh? Exactly <laughs> when you got right, this kind of guac on the table. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, look, we have a little, uh, That's a, what kind of dog is that, Robin? That's a little. Um, what kind um, of dog is that? It, it's the uh, Pomeranian. That, that Pomeranian. Yeah, the Pomeranian who have the cutest faces. They, they're like, they're the most adorable. Ooh. They look like they're just. 17 years old. It looks like, what was it the looks really like famous? a mini version of a husky. What was the famous they're, one they're that you interviewed? There was a Palm. It was at the Super Bowl in Radio Row a couple years ago, and I interviewed again? him. He was like, what was his name? Something Palm. He was great. Oh, he was a little He was like, he was a virtual, he was a video phenom. Uh, Pomeranian, famous Pomeranian. What was his name? Super Bowl Pomeranian. Look it up. This This dog. More people were interviewing the dog than celebrities. That's good radio right it there. It really was. That's Jif. 100% good radio. Jif. Jif. Jif Palm. Jif Palm. That was his name. Jif Palm. Her outfit's like a cross between like Tito Jackson and Crocodile Dundee, though, man. It's kind of it's it's very, very feng shui. It's very <laughs> I wonder what Jif Palm's doing these days. He's probably on Radio Row somewhere. we got to find him. Know, he probably, probably he's got to be around here somewhere. Exactly. I thought I was somewhere over there near the NFL Network. So, Jay, who do you like in the game? Now, even though you worked in Philly, you're from Virginia. Man, I'm going to get in trouble if, I, if I'm not neutral that, here. That's Redskin territory, right? That is. That's Redskin Raven. territory. And, and Raven territory, right? More Redskins, Redskins and Ravens and Nationals and Orioles, you know, a whole deal get there. Out. Get out. You know, I'm same division as uh, the beloved Eagles here, but, you know, since I spent six years in Philly, I just talked to the man Brandon Lang myself from uh, – from, uh, Brandon Lang. Back in the day. Uh, two, two for the for money. Two for the money, absolutely. Remember what he said. And, if they uh, say Rocky on the prop bet. Plus 180. Take it to the bank, dude. To the bank? To the bank. I got to say, he's pretty confident about the straight-up bet yeah, with the really Eagles. Is. Pretty confident. It's going around here. And he doesn't everybody. normally release that. You get, oh, you absolutely get, not. I think I might have just gotten in trouble a little bit. No, no, no. He did it. No, he did it on the show. Oh, no, absolutely. no, he did He came out here and told He said he likes the Eagles straight-up outright to win the game. Forget the points. Just take the money line. And he also loves the prop bet on will Al Michaels mention Rocky at all. There's no bigger lock than that. It's That's plus a lock. 180. 180? Vegas is giving Plus away money. Let me, get my, let me get my phone out. Yeah, get the phone out. Now. I'm about to put that bet In down In fact, now. when I talk to Al tomorrow here at Radio Row, can, would it be unfair if I tipped him off to mentioning Rocky so that I could cover a, a plus 180 bet? Well, I think if he doesn't mention oh. he's been tipped off. I'll tell you that right now. Would that be insider trading? No. It's a podcast. We're not it's under those rules, Tony. Line, You're line. right. We do whatever the hell we we're want not, here. We're like pirates, dude. We I'll are. tell you what. I got, I, got one, I got one lock that I'm feeling pretty good about. What is it? That's Brent Selleck. Five and a half receptions. He's going to get that in the first half. I'll take that action. Brent, Brent Selleck. I think Brent Selleck won't have more than three catches in this game. You think he's going to have five and a half catches? In the first half, No way. Friend. In the first oh, half. Wow. You can probably Side get good odds on that. Side bet? I, I think so. Side I bet? I think so, Luigi. I, all right, Tony. We just got ourselves some free dinner over there at, at Cantina because there's no way Brent Selleck's going over five catches in this game. Oh, Is that man. an actual real one? Or are you making I'll that up? Five and a half. Trey Burton will have more catches than, than, <laughs> no, he won't. than Brent Selleck. Yes, he Brent will. Brent Selleck's the longest. Yeah. You, know, you know who the, who's, he's been? He's, he's the, the longest, longest tenured, tenured eagle. eagle. He yep. and Jason Kelsey are the longest tenured eagles. You know what? I misspoke. I misspoke. It was you Zach Ertz. Oh, Zach you Ertz. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Yeah. You could take that to the Brent Selleck is slower Zach than me. Ertz. Five and a half. Well, the reason why it's so yeah, low. Zach Ertz. Is, 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 that's yeah. a good Not Not Brent Selleck. Not Nobody's going to have Brent Selleck three five and a half catch. The reason why is because obviously that number's so well low, it's going to be a little bit hard to get. It's because Belichick. He's the one guy they got to take away. So a lot of the folk, the defensive focus will go on Zach Ertz. It might be a little bit tough to get there, but I can still see him having seven, eight receptions. He should be okay with seven, eight receptions. But, but Brent Selleck, I would love to see Brent Selleck have a huge game. 
being yeah. there the longest. Tony, he deserves it, man. He deserves no, exactly. it more than any other eagle. By the way, I got a good little uh, what do you tidbit. Do you know that uh, we saw uh, we saw Alshon Jeffrey last night? Yeah. And you know who else we saw? Stephon Gilmore. Yes. Do you know what they have in common? Uh, no. They were roommates in college at South Carolina. Were they really? And Stephon they're such Gilmore's good friends that... that uh, that Alshon Jeffrey was one of his groomsmen. No, in, in Gilmore's wedding. I did not That's know that. That's how Clark. tight these guys are. And they'll be. And guess who's going to be covering? Are they going head Alshon to head? Alshon Jeffrey, Stephon Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. Wow. So well, here you go. There's no a better little, groomsman. There's than, a little uh, Super Bowl nugget that you're not getting anywhere else. How do you like that? Yeah, but he's his groom. It wasn't his best man. No, he's a groomsman, though. Yeah, so that's, all. You, that's, you, that's pretty You, you can crap on a groomsman. It's fine. You can't yeah, crap but, on but, but those man. guys are college roommates, though. So, so it's not like you were grew up together. You went to college together. And so you, you're going to be tight with your college roommate, and you're going to have him be one of your groomsmen. Listen, the players don't hate each other. They're, they're, walking, they're, 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 they're friendly, but when they get on the field, they're going to be professional. They want to win more than anybody else. Exactly so. right. It's all, it's, there's Brandon Lang right over there. Yes, he is. Well, yeah, who he did he come over to first? Us, Tony, of course. He came, when, he, I came, when I came back from our little uh, NBC thing, Came right over to me and said, Tony, I got to tell you, man, I, I, I'm telling you the Eagles are going to win this game. Take the t- – and I'm like, Brandon, you're t- that's exactly what I've been saying, but you're, you're Brandon Lang. Although my record's pretty damn good, too, when it comes to big games. Official. Joel Aronides has officially left Radio Row for no! the day. Yes, Animal is officially – that man has been the busiest man on Radio Row. Period. Done, Period. I bet you he's done – he, had, he said he had 6,000 wrestling matches yes. when he was on with us yesterday in his he's career. He's done 6,000 radio interviews <laughs> yes. in the last two days. No doubt about it. And he didn't have to get hurt or have another concussion doing them. Nice, other than nice listening to the, the world, nitwits so. who were asking him questions on Radio Row. Except this show, of course. No, because we, we bring hard-hitting facts, Tony. You're damn right. Well, Jay... Dude, thank we you so much. We may need more chips. No, I'm going to get some more chips. I bought you plenty of chips. We no got worries. plenty of chips. Plenty of chips. You know what else he brought? He brought the salsa, the spicy one that I love so much, Plenty of dips. Hot sauces in there. We got to go across to the hot sauce store too, and Luigi's going to do the hot he's sauce been challenge. He's around, but he, I know. the owner's been walking around, but he hasn't come in yet. Have you had been to the hot sauce store over there, John? I have. I have quite the quite the selection over there. Quite the selection. Are you a uh, ghost pepper or a uh, Reaper fan? I got to tell you what, I'm a, I'm a fellow bald guy like yourself there, and uh, if I get that hot, it's I can't hide. I got to wear a hat, you know. Yeah. I start start getting the yeah. beads of sweat pouring down, and it's uh, not a good look. It's not a good look. It's not. It makes it people for, uncomfortable. It's for Jay because he's how tall are you, Jay? About 6'4". Six, four. Six, so he's 6'4", four, good-looking guy, single in Minnesota. Whew. Damn. I'll tell you what. That was you come a great ad for I'll be there. I'll be. <laughs> you want to uh, talk about a winning combination. Do you want to talk about a good parlay bet? Jay and the over on Super Bowl weekend here in Minnesota. Is that a good prop bet, Luis? What's that? Jay, single, tall, good-looking bald man in Minnesota. Take him and the over. Oh, if, you're Super Bowl on this pro- action. if you're pipping them on this program and we're going on like my stats alone, it's not a good bet. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep this badge on the entire time I'm in the, the mall for the rest of the week. You got a I'm day a, pass, my friend. Day, the, okay, well I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna wear it the entire week anyways, because this is. Uh, it's not gonna get you in here tomorrow, but <laughs> they changed. <laughs> no, the but colors. you'll need it tonight for the party down. You won't get in without that. All right. You cannot get in. Yeah, that it will be closed to the public. And even though you're a high-ranking official here in Mall of America, you will not be allowed in the party today. Jay can come in and dine. Like media royalty with us and play games and have fun. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Have you been beat. on the roller coasters yet? I uh, honestly I have not been on the roller coasters. I'm a little I'm a little big. I don't know if I can fit in those uh, those uh, those That's roller tough. coasters over tough. there. My dad, um, well, he's a little bit shorter now that he's older, but um, all my family, the men are really really tall. They're six yeah. five and over. Long thighs, long thighs. Yes. It's not a good it's thing tough. with the, with the those, airport. With those airplanes. roller coaster rides are tough. Airplane rides are tough. 
and finding tall chicks is tough too. Oh, no. it may look easy. So, okay, let me hard. ask you this question. As a tall chick myself, mm. please tell me that you actually date tall women, that you're not one of those tall guys that dates short women, because that's so not fair. Oh, it's not It's not fair at all. I don't, I'd, I'd be honest with you, I don't really discriminate. Um, okay, however, so you're an equal opportunity. However, you know, I feel like as a tall woman yourself, you're looking more towards the tall men. Yeah, well, right? yeah. So it's 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 slim pickings, really. It yes. really is. So when that when that when that uh, tall woman comes around, honestly, you just gotta be, you just gotta embrace it. Yes. And you gotta make it happen. Aren't there taller women in Minnesota though? Uh, there there are there are some tall women in Minnesota. A lot of a lot of long yeah, legs up here, up here in the bold north. Well, you know, out <laughs> That's of what I'm all about. the people in the world. The Dutch are the tallest. Of course, by, they uh, are. The, the, as a nation, they are, they are the tallest. Of course. Yeah, what's they the are. Average, what's yeah. the average height for for a, a, a woman, a, a Dutch woman? I was the shortest amongst my you're friends. You're five ten. You're I'm about five my ten, height. Right? Yeah. yeah, you're my height. You're five ten. I'm. I was the shortest. I was shorty. You, were you know. Short. You know what they say <laughs> the is shortest. that anything anything above six foot, that's the you're you consider the bold North Club. Exactly. Uh -huh. The well, bold the bold North Club above six foot because you're here from Minnesota. It's always part of the Mile High Club. Well, I did that a long time ago, man. I can't do it. I punched a lot of tickets in my life. I've completed a lot of those bucket list items long before bucket list was cool. I like the checkerboard and pass. Exactly right, man. Well, Jay, thanks so much, man. We're going to finish this. We haven't even put a dent in that thing yet. We've been eating it nonstop. I've already went back for four handfuls of chips. I know. That's the one thing about great guac. You just can't stop eating it. Except Robin, which is doing, it's a miracle that Robin hasn't finished that off. Because I'm, she will I'm, get the scoop. I'm working. This is what Robin normally is. I'm doing this for demonstration purposes only. I'm not eating it. See? Oh, this, this is what Robin does. You just because took a quarter I of have, an avocado right there. I have, like, one bite to your guys's ten. Because we're gluttons. This, this is so a Robin dip right I, now, ladies and gentlemen. I take all Facebook of my live. guac on one chip. And we'll That's have, like, a works. little bit, bit of guac, and she goes, and, uh, and I'll say, Robin, we only have a little bit of guac. We have 50 <laughs> chips. Dip it you in there, bro. can't have this and then expect us to have more than five chips. Yeah, we're not animals here. You Damn right. I mean? <laughs> and again, like you see the rest of the programs, the rest of these desks, they're empty. They're, they're empty, Tony. We got product on the table, man. We got product. That's what we do we here, We need some bro. calamari for the table, though. We you have calamari, calamari over there? No, you don't have it. No, of course not. We don't got calamari. Got ceviche. Some good ceviche. Ceviche is good. Oh, Tony yeah. won't eat ceviche, though. No, I don't eat that raw stuff. I love ceviche. I don't like it. I don't like it, man. Well, Jay, thanks a lot, man. Right, well, we talking really about bucket lists, I really appreciate you. Just scratched something off my bucket list. I've always wanted to be a part of a radio show, and I really, really appreciate it. Not guys. any oh, radio show, me, man. man. It, not any the radio, radio show. The radio show with my man Tony Bruno here, Robin and Luigi. I thank you guys so much. You're I welcome. appreciate it. Let's give it. him a roaring round Absolutely. of applause. <laughs> <laughs> you, need to read, you need the thin optics, I used to take these, because sooner or later, you're going to get older, and you're not going to be able to see up close, man. Yeah, but oh, you're doing these, the schedules. These are the greatest invention ever. Everybody gets when it comes on the show is a lovely parting gift. Oh, my and God. See, look, you put it on the back of your phone. Yep. And when you're in a bar at night and you can't see the tab or you can't see your orders when you're making orders for tequila, you slip these babies on <laughs> and then Voila. you can read. Boom. Instead of having to carry glasses around. Josh oh. B. Gum says that Tony, just, optics. That Tony just double dip. No, I put to, it we, back. Got, we, got so much, we got so much dip here. We're going to have to double dip. Double dip. Thanks. Or just take a, just take a huge scoop like Robin here with a, with a recon chip. And, Thank uh, you. That's the way you do it. Beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Thanks, right, thank you Thanks again, Jay. It. Thank you. I may even drink some tequila this week while I'm here, and I so, haven't had a sip of tequila. For the first time today, um, we are going to have open lines, Tony Bruno. For Let's open up the phone to, lines. For anybody that wants to call in uh, and you want to give your information, you want to talk to us about uh, um, upcoming game, if you're excited about okay. the fact that Tony is hosting the only Eagles-designated viewing party, Super Bowl viewing party here in Minneapolis... 
or mini. I guess a lot of the uh, the locals call Minneapolis mini around yes. here, right? And here's the thing. I, I've hosted Super Bowl parties before. In San Francisco, we had a big party at the Glass yes. House. The Eagles weren't in it. I was just hosting it because fans from all over can come in. Right. But here in Minnesota, in Minneapolis or St. Paul, there is not one bar that's been designated an Eagles viewing right. bar party. Now that we so now hear... Robin's doing a lot of great work. and We have a lot of great listeners who are telling us about potential places. And what happened? We got action. We, we had a bar that was so excited. And not only that, but the fabulous E-Rock contacted us because his father's out here with the official Eagles drum line. Oh, yeah. And they are looking for a location because they don't have tickets to the game. How about a drum line live? So, and then we will, par we will do Facebook Live from this party yes. to show you what, the, what it looks we'll like it here okay. in we'll Minnesota while you're in Philadelphia yep. watching the game or wherever you are. And you don't even have to just be an Eagle fan, but certainly this is going to be an Eagle-centric party. People will be people here in Minnesota will be will be yelling skull, and we'll be partying our skulls off. Here Damn here. right, man. Damn right. And speaking of great listeners, Tony. Talk of the what's the name now? Town Town Hall Brewery. Town Hall Brewery, on Washington in downtown Minnesota. Yeah. Yes. Not far from U.S. Bank Stadium. It's on Washington South. Um, I actually have the official... And, and each day we'll get more details. Yes, more and more details will come out. Yes, exactly it's, it's, right. um, if you just go to townhallbrewery.com, you can find the... But it's located on 1430 Washington Avenue South in here in Mini. And it's, yes, and it's it's located really close to um, the U.S. Bank Stadium. So it's right there. You're going to be in the thick of things. And we will behave accordingly and show people that we aren't all animals. No, but I, now some of us are. while we've been on Radio Row, we have to be professional. We can't let the fandom come out too much. But I'm going total fanboy at this place. There's nothing wrong with being a fan. You no, just I mean, don't I can't have wear any apparel. An no, I can't, I'm not asking. I can't wear any apparel. But power no, that's what or. I'm saying. Like, like a lot of times, they, they, you know, they're not a lot of times. There are some fans who don't realize that you can still be a fan. You can still show your enthusiasm and fandom without being a jerk to the opposing team. Exactly. Well, speaking of fans and fandom and great listeners, we yeah. have one of the, the greatest listeners of all time on the air right now. Because, I mean, I've made my debut on, on Radio Row, but he has yet to make his debut on Super Bowl 52 Radio Row. And that you know who that is, Tony. What up? The great, great Jose, Jose is checking in from, from Norristown. Norristown, yo. We, we've got to give him his due. Let's get some action. Jose, what up, yo? What up, Mall of America's? What up, Bruno's? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Luigi? What up? What up, Jack and Ruth's? Jack what and up? Ruth's. Uh, that is not one of the. Yeah, uh, Jack, Jack and Ruth's, Ruth's is not actually in the food court here. That's one of the few restaurants that's not here, Jack and Ruth's. Well, you might as well put one over there now. now what's um, the temperature back in Philly right now? Is it supposed to snow today, right in Philly? Is it snowing? According to the weather update action, um, it, it was snow flurries on the ground today. So the schools closed, everything right shut in. down. Did the city shut down again? I know I was watching Joe Corrado, Forza Corrado, was tweeting earlier today expecting another snowmageddon, which means a dusting to a quarter inch possible. It's not that bad what people say. It's Damn just right. flurries on the ground. It will clear up tonight. I hate. But Damn. the problem is it will... The ground will freeze a little. Not bit. here in Minnesota, Jose, because they brine the roads constantly here. Yeah, they don't put down salt pellets 
They put down like liquid brine. And what did we see? We saw bobcats, the little bobcats going down the sidewalks, uh, taking all the snow off, off of the streets, man. It was crazy. So memo to Mayor Kenny in Philadelphia. And by the way, no potholes in any of the roads or streets in this area. Clearest, cleanest roads, surfaces I've ever seen, Tony. And guess what else happens here that happens in Philadelphia? It gets really cold in the winter, and it gets really hot in the summer, which causes potholes to form. But here, for some reason, they don't have the Grand Canyon-like craters that we have in Philadelphia every time it gets cold and goes from cold to warm. I've never seen any other city in the world like Philadelphia, and I'm, and I'm from there, so I can rip it, and I can rip it hard. It is an outrage, the state of the roads in Philadelphia and vicinity. All right, there's my uh, tirade for the yes. Now, let's get down to the business, Jose. Oh, let's get down to the business, yo. Exactly. What up, XL Energy Centers? What up, Williams Arenas? What up, Merit Ma- John Maratucci Arena at Minnesota? That's oh, great now. We were in a building last night that the home of the Minnesota Wild, and Luigi was looking at all the sweaters that were festooned above the upper surfaces of the The XL Energy Center. Center? That's correct. The home of the Minnesota Wild. They don't play like in Philly where they both uh, hockey and basketball play. They have their own buildings. They have their own building in St. Paul, the capital, where the Minnesota Wild hockey team plays. And they also have... The other building, which, of course, is the uh, Target, Target Center, Center, where your Minnesota Timber Puppies play here in Saint pa- here in Minnesota, right near uh, downtown. That's good knowledge right there. That's good knowledge. By the way, Luigi, who do you have on the Minnesota well, Timberwolves on your fantasy basketball team? Well, if, uh, no one right now, but because um, I don't play daily, I, I play daily fantasy, but if, if I was playing daily fantasy, I'd love myself some Jimmy Butler and some Carl Anthony Towns. Well, Carl Anthony Towns to pick up is hurt, bit. isn't he? Jeff Teague is a nice little value play for you at about 5,800 on FanDuel if you're playing there. Wow. I, I Tony, Ricky I bring back Rubio's, Ricky Rubio's plays for Utah now, homeboy. you got to look for Jeff Teague and Tyus Jones. That is great inside the NBA. When Kevin Harlan joins us later in the week, who is my favorite NBA broadcaster. Will we be going head-to-head with Kevin? I can't go head-to-head with Kevin. I mean, no. even I will bow down to Kevin Harlan's Kevin knowledge. Harlan is simply... Welcome to TNT. Exactly Thursday right. basketball. I'm Kevin Harlan with Reggie Miller, yo. Exactly right. That Kevin guy. Harlan's phenomenal. Just phenomenal. By the way, Town Hall Brew, are you coming out to Minnesota for our Super Bowl party on Sunday? Jose? I'm going to be watching the uh, game at the confines of my house. While we take over the take over the NFL landscape, take down the Pats, take down the commissioner, the refs, the, the people of Minnesota, and it's the a start. Lombardi will leave Minnesota. Exactly. I saw the Lombardi Sunday walk night. right by me last night. Walk right by me. It was it was covered in a sheath. It was covered a in a gray and a green. Actually, it, I need to look this up. You know what color the Lombardi was, trophy was covered? But it was like a turquoise. No, though. it was Tiffany's green. So I actually have to look it up. I'm, this is breaking news that nobody else has brought you. When the Lombardi trophy made its no, way green, last no. night, okay. it was like a sea foam though. No, yeah, that's no, Tiffany. it was still that's green. It wasn't. It wasn't the Patriot red, white, and blue. It was green, which is a sign, ladies and gentlemen. Robin, does Tiffany make the Lombardi Trophy? Did they make it? Well, that's what I'm gonna look Tiffany it up. Company? I don't know, because, but I saw the 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 cover, and it was the Tiffany color, and I'm like, is the Lombardi Trophy made by Tiffany's? It's not made by Sears. I remember that it used to be the college football trophy was Sears. Remember that the Sears Trophy? Yes. So let's get, let's continue. So we gave you the color of these of the Lombardi Trophy sheath. That it was sheathed in mm-hmm. was green. was more was totally green, not Eagles Cali green. It was green. Yeah, you could. That mis- means another sign. 
not Almeida oh, sign. Think of that. And not uh, uh, not Inez sign, who we saw last night. Awesome. What happened? What well, she's giving me her silver medal. Yeah, Jose, we oh, oh, no, oh, table side guac. Yeah, sit down. Those chips. Wait, we got a whole bunch of chips here. Hold on. They were just made. This is freshly made. You're giving me the medals again? Cool. I want a picture. Yeah. Well, Ivan might want some. Ivan want some guac, bro? Table side guac, just freshly made from Cantina Laredo, right down the hall here. The chips are still hot, man. You're not swimming anymore. That's still not going to hurt you. Whoops. Her mic. Her, is her not mic's on. not on. By the way, sorry, it you know, avocados are a great source of... Uh, I'm an avocado uh, aficionado. Me too. I can just... Uh, yeah. Have to try yeah. I can just eat them with just a little tiny, just a little tiny bit of salt, just scoop it out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So, uh, Tony, I do, one of those medals? I do have an update on the Lombardi Trophy. The, the Lombardi Trophy had a green cover on it last it was, night. It was Tiffany Green, oh, really? and so that's kind of a sign for the Eagles, the right? But Absolutely. It was, I recognize the Tiffany Green color. And so I just looked it up. The original trophy was produced by Tiffany and Company no in way. Newark, New Jersey. Um, and others have since been handcrafted by different companies. But it looks like this year's was once again made by Tiffany. Wow. How about that? Is a sign. Look at that. I like it. This is inside stuff you don't get anywhere else. You know what I mean? <laughs> So you're having fun on Radio Rona? You're not going to have any table side guac? I'm, guys, I, I'm serious. I filled up on so much falafel today. Falafel? I had falafel, oh, falafel yesterday. Good. I love falafel. Yes. Did you have any shawarma while you were there? I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, Tony, this is the only kind of bling I'm worried about right here, man. You kidding me? Is this, can we get it to spin? No, no, can we you get, can't can do that. Yeah, no, it doesn't do that. Have you done that with this? You don't do that. This is, this is, this is sacred. It's a joke, Tony. This is sacred. It's a joke. Jeez. She's gonna, teach me to, she's gonna teach me how to swim, and I'm gonna you, buy her falafel afterwards. Put those things on. You look good. Thank looks, you. looks very natural. There you go. Is it, is it good with the, my color? What up, yeah. Olympic gold medalist? Yeah. That, that's gonna be the trade-off. Okay. Well, she, uh, by the way, we have Jose on the line, who's a big Olympic Olympic supporter. She's gonna teach me how to swim, and I'm gonna buy her falafel and avocados. That's gonna be the even payoff. It. There you go. Boom. Done. Match but after swimming, seems, not, fair. 40, seems fair. But only 45 minutes before we go swimming, I get a cramp and everything. Yeah, I cramp easy. All right, now I need to take a picture. You gotta get a picture taken. Here, why don't you put both on, Tony? But I need her to come over of here. Of course, of course you do. Carolyn Joyce is back with us, and because I wanted a picture. Robert, what up, Carolyn Joyce? I got to do it while I'm on the air, because we don't take breaks on this show. Hold on. We, like, we don't have no commercial breaks. We just keep talking. Unlike regular radio, you what know, up, like, you have a five-minute segment with somebody, and then, oh, I'm sorry, we're out of time. Did you get any of those today? I did. I got cut off a lot. Really? I got stuff to say. Except on this show. This is the only show I got to wrap up. We did like. You gotta hold up the medals. Yeah, I know how to do it. Yeah, like this. I know how to do it. I've been on many podiums, or actually in front of podiums. I was many podiums where I looked up and I would tear up. I'm there. When I was in Sarajevo, you know, when our America, seriously, when the Winter Olympics and Sarajevo, they were machine gun toting people all over the place. It was scary because they were on the verge of civil war. And when I would go to the podium, and I would always go to the podium, because they would do it at night. They didn't do it right after the events in the winter games, because it's cold. So they get everybody downtown, and they have the. And whenever an American would go up on the stand, I would start sobbing like a baby. I really did, man. Especially when you're in another part of the world. You're in, you're in Yugoslavia then, Yugoslavia. They're playing the national anthem, it and is. you're standing there watching Americans stand it's a on the podium. Absolutely, really man. Even in LA, even at the summer games, even in Atlanta. Whenever I see an American go up on the podium, there's nothing better. That's a question I even I even one day asked Caroline was was what was going through you know your mind and, and the emotions you were going through when you were standing up there and you were getting this medal put around your neck. Um, it's kind of one of those things like 
you try to do the next right thing. Like, <laughs> you know, I was 18 when I won my first medal. So I was like, okay, Kara, step up on the podium. Do not trip. Do not fall. <laughs> you know, and then like, okay, bow your head. And then you have this like moment of clarity where it's like, oh, whoa, whoa. What? This is really cool. This is like, real. They just put the medal around my neck. Where's mom? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Athens, when you're that young, right? you're, I mean, the you're Athens, the birthplace of the Olympiads. Yes. And then you're they in put Beijing, the, the China. olive wreath around your head so, in Athens. Yeah. Now, I have to tell you, there. Who who is the one that makes those commercials? Is it? Uh, Johnson and Johnson or something. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Gets oh, me every time. Every single time. Yeah. And I'm not even. You know, <laughs> I didn't even do that. I mean, does it? Does it's your so mom? It's theater. It's she so did theater. True. Yeah. They because don't do it. Like, well, you can My thank parents woke up so early to take me to practice. You know, they were there yeah. for the good times, the bad times, and like when you're on the podium, it's like, oh, I, I did not. Certainly did not get here alone. Like it's <laughs> it's so many people. So when you were up there, that's the first Takes person you think of. Is yeah. Mom. And she was like in the stands crying, Aww. and I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. You're making me cry now. <laughs> you know what's making me cry? Know, She's 18, mean... winning winning Olympic medals, and I'm bartending in Maui. How's that like for perspective? All right. That's horrible. Thanks for coming back. Thanks, it was guys. great to yeah, meet you. And I, I'm so glad I, I we got the photos. Great athletes and great people. Thank you. Better than great athletes. Enjoy great the athletes are fun. Not every day great you get to meet an you know, Olympic you know, winner here. It's just, well, I, I am. I mean, well, that's because you are yeah, who you are. I'd exactly. see, I'm no one, on. Tony. Thank you. Thank you. She's taller than Robin. Robin's only 5'10. Yeah. I know. She's a six footer. You can't teach six feet. You can't teach height, no, Tony. You, can. you, you can't cannot teach Tony. She has flats on. I know. Imagine if she had like seven inch stilettos on. Imagine well, you know, that. I would like, so my brother's uh, <laughs> six foot five and a half, and he was a swimmer. His swim coach said that because of the size of his feet, size of his hands, you know what they say? That about big feet. he was like the perfectly, perfectly built, and he had really long arms. He had much longer arms than normal. And he was. He, we used to make fun of him that, you know, he was kind of a Neanderthal because his, his oh, arms way. hung down so low. You know Jose is still on the line? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. No, I, 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 you all right, Jose? I'm sorry, no, man. I, I actually had to what bring up? it back. When you get interrupted by a, four, a woman who's won four Two silver medals. I brought him back. Okay. He's, he's there. I had to just mute him for a second because. No, she's got four silver medals. I know. They had a, there's a, there was a, a Jeff Foxworthy joke because you were just making the whole innuendo thing about, you know, if they say about guys with big feet or whatever. Yeah. Jeff Foxworth had this thing. He goes, well, you know what they say about guys with big feet or if he's got big ears or big hands or big fingers. Let me tell you something. He better be packing because that's one goofy looking son of a bitch. <laughs> right now. You might be a redneck if you're Luigi in yeah. Minnesota. If you've ever cut your grass and found your car, you might be a redneck. Damn right. All right, let's get back down to the serious business now that we've got Olympia. Olympic action, if you have several, If you have several homes with wheels on it and several cars without, you may be a redneck. Ridiculous. Jose, yes. other, than, other than that. What up, silver, Olymp silver, what up, silver Olympian medalist? The only thing, Jose, no, I mean, the only thing Luigi know that's silver is, uh, is, is Patron. What? And other silver vodka, oh. I mean, uh, tequilas. 1,800. Yeah. <laughs> tequilas. That's the only silver he recognizes. I know plenty of silver, man. Who do you have? Do you have any silver jewelry at all? Oh no, straight gold, homie. Damn right. How about white gold? White gold's nice. Robin job. doesn't like. Robin likes white gold over us. Uh, over uh, yeah, you gold know what? It's weird. When I was really young, I actually my my skin tone has changed slightly as I got older. When I was younger, gold colored gold looked better on me. Now the gold colored gold doesn't look as good on me. So the white, all the white shades. You know what looks best on me? I mean to show it off or anything. I'm saying, but that's you know. You that's know what looks best too. on me? What looks good on you? 
another woman. Oh, of course. Lombardi <laughs> Trophy, yo. Two chicks at the same time. Well, that's even better. But Actually, I'm just. Uh, I used to be a more flashy guy, the gold chain and stuff like that. But in a bracelet, never, never the ring. I never wear jewelry. I, I don't wear. I don't wear necklaces. Guy. I don't did wear. You, did you use, do the open shirt? No, never. No, no, no. Oh, what, thank no, God. I, I would just have it. I had like a really nice, thicker gold chain. I, I, when you're Italian and you're born, they give you one. Yeah. It's just basically just as soon as you come out of the womb, they put the they put the Jesus piece right on top of it. I had the I had the horn. I had the red horn. And then I grew up and realized I'm not a Stunad Mafia guy. Get that crap out of my face. I just had a really nice, I had a really nice uh, gold chain and um, and bracelet. But then I, I, after I turned like 25, 26, I'm like, this is gaudy. It's getting a little too now, much. Now, Jose, done. you're a guy. You're a platinum chain with diamonds in it kind of guy, are you not? Bling bling, baby. Are you one? I got platinum chains with them diamonds in it. Not two chains. Not two chains. He's not here this week, I don't think. Jose, are you a chain guy? A two chains guy by any chance? Yeah. I'm a chain guy, not a two chain guy, to be honest. Yeah, you got. I mean, Mr. Other T, man. That, only Mr. Um, T can do that. Can huh? pull that off. Yeah, exactly. Now the Sixers are still winning while okay. we're away. What else is going on back home? While you were guys in, well, back home, we had All Star break action in Florida, yo. I know we missed the All Star game. Yagers. What happened and with Yager? And Yager, Yager, he's officially. No longer playing in the NHL. He's secured waivers. He is signed with the team in the Czech Republic. And with that being said, the NHL has said thank you to Yamir Yager. Yamir Yager. officially no longer in the league. He checked out, basically, of the National Hockey League after one of the most incredible careers in hockey history. After after all, basically, what, top Five player ever, arguably statistically wise. Yeah. But think about how old he is and how old he's and how long he's been playing. He'd still have to play another five years even get close to Gretzky's records. Oh yeah, he's not going to break Gretzky's. But no, that's what I meant. Though, like that's how far away the records are. Oh man. yeah, no doubt about it. So we saw that the All Star game. We missed the All Star game. We missed the Grammys. But the good news and is it, the rest of about seventy five percent of the country missed the Grammys too because nobody watched it. And the good news is that we missed the All Star game and they you know missed the Grammys. You know why they missed the Grammys, Joe? <laughs> why? Because we had all-time low ratings for Grammy action. You're damn yo. right, man. Just keep making everything about politics in Hollywood, and learn. You sooner or later you'll learn your lesson that people don't watch award yep. shows to be preached to, regardless of your political bent. That crap's old. And if you don't understand it and you don't care about ratings, these television networks are going to stop putting this crap on if it's all about about you know beating the drum political. for your political causes. That's not why people watch award shows. Actually, I don't know why people watch we award watch- show, except for the people who are on the award shows. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jose. You know why we don't watch them? Why? I'll tell you why we don't watch them. Why? A, we don't want to... We wanna, the reason why award shows are, are on is to be entertained. Exactly. Not to say political, um, roughneck nonsense on a public forum in front exactly of a right. music academy. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched. It's not just because Trump's the president, or I haven't watched the war. I was on award shows and I didn't watch them. That's true. Seriously, I just. I don't get it. I mean, you're congratulating yourself. I mean, the Academy Awards. They. They have. The Academy Awards have been around forever. I like to congratulate the Academy. Exactly. Congratulate my entourage. I like to congratulate God. I like to congratulate the the good folks at the record labels. Yo. Exactly. For hooking me up with some parties afterwards. I don't want to hear that, man. No. Just go out and sing, All those you know? people that go to those parties, all they want is party favors. Party favors in the house tonight. Yeah. 
and that's why we will not be attending the NFL, yes, the NFL award show. Now, I, I, I had an invite to the NFL honors show yep. on, on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, we all no. did. But you know where I'm I going instead? No. Where are we going instead, Robin, instead no. of NFL honors? And not that there's anything wrong with the NFL on honors. Saturday night. We're going to the Taste of the NFL. The Taste of the NFL. It is one of the great events. All 32 teams will the bring chefs. The, the Taste of the NFL has been going on since the beginning. And they will bring in chefs from every city. We'll have their own little station. And then you'll get to sample food from, and you talk about going crazy, 32 different food stations. And you get a little taste. You know, you just get a little dollop of something. A little shrimp here. What up, Italy? Yeah, but you eat like 7,000 samples. You're full. What up, UK? What up, Scotland? And the what Eagles. Up, Ireland? And I will be reporting live from there, too. We're going to go live at the Taste of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And they call it a party for a purpose. That was the original party for the purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be awesome. Yep. And then Matt Money Smith will be there. He oh. just landed, ladies and gentlemen. Boy, is he cold. And boy, are my arms tired. Exactly right. Give him a rim shot right there, uh, Luigi. What up, Mr. Smith? The Actually, great. we should. We, do you have time, Matt? Just come Give me a down. minute. I you only can... have like uh, 50 seconds. That's all right we need. Behind you. Oh, where are you? I'm, I'm uh, right there with Wayne the Engineer. Oh, I love right Wayne the Engineer. Right next to the uh, sponsored by AA Bail Bonds, uh, San Antonio. Oh, Station. I love that stuff. Yeah. All right, so you just got in. I saw you on and You were tweeting on the plane, and I read, hey, man. Hey, man. He tweeted a, clo- a, a photo of the cold. He left Southern California. But Minnesota's great. You, you travel. Love it here. Don't, it, my, I was mocking. It was an ironic tweet. All the people, oh, I left uh, filling the blank warm city to come to this. <laughs> yes, it's Minnesota in February. <laughs> Guess what? It's going to be 1 or 7 or 11. That's that's what it's going to be outside. You see him on the, you hear him on the NFL Network. You see him on the NFL Network. He's on with Petros and Money. He is thus money of Petros and Money. Just name the top sports talk show in Los Angeles, California. Give him a roaring round of applause. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give him a roaring round of applause. Well, did you see so. the love I gave you guys on Twitter? I did. By the way, you still follow me on Twitter, man? Yeah. Don't uh, you remember I was replying to you? That's right. That's so, right. Yeah, now I know that you're a health food freak. So we 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 have Guac for the table fresh from Cantina Laredo. Table side guac. I appreciate it. Oh, that's just cut up, a lot of limes in there. It's it great looks stuff. Beautiful. No Cantina Laredo. Look at all the look at all the chips. Oh, so beautiful. Hot. Here's my thing. I'm a weirdo, and it's flu season. Oh, I'm dude, sorry. it was just freshly made I know it right was. down the road. I know it was, but look at. I'm eating it. Look how healthy Tony, I am. I gotta run over and get back on the air. All right, get back on the air, look man. Look at these people around Matt you. Matt Money Smith. Look we'll at see these you filthy animals on I Radio Row. I hate Radio Row. So do we. But look at what I have here, man. I love God. That's a beautiful backdrop. I'm gonna snap a photo and. You know what that's called? A rinse and repeat. A rinse and repeat. Yes, it is. Well, actually, it's step, step and, and repeat. repeat. I know, but I re- I've like... named it rinse and repeat. It just sounds better, especially for guys. There is Matt Money Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Unreal. Oh, That's Tony awesome. Everybody's here, Robin. It's like so, this is your life. So, Tony Bruno, this is your non-life. We actually, uh, this is Jose still on hold. No. Well, well, oh, Jose, to, you're still there? No, I had to take him off again because there's just too many things going on. But we, uh, so, we have to say goodbye to him. Yes, so he's back. I'm bringing him back on. Oh, okay. We didn't hang up on No. Him. Okay, that's rude. No. Even though he's been on hold just, for like 25 just, minutes. I just randomly keep... <laughs> Jose, I'm sorry. just randomly keep putting you on hold whenever you, somebody uh, comes on. Are you using but I'm minutes? I'm not hanging up on you. Do you have an unlimited plan on your phone, Jose, or are you using valuable minutes? I have unlimited. Oh, that's that's awesome, man. You should have unlimited. Other than that, I should have said what up to Petros and Money. Wow. I know. I know. Matt Money, he couldn't put the headphones on, so he couldn't hear you because he had to run. He just literally walked in and is now going on I the air. I think I actually, I think we took up his body, potty time. I think he was actually running the restroom, and now he can't go. <laughs> what up? So, hey, Jose, 
I am so sorry. I actually have more breaking news for Tony, so we're going to actually have to let you go, but we're gonna, you'll have time to call back this week. Absolutely. We're here all week. Try the veal, except, uh, or try the elk, actually. It's the best in the city. <laughs> try the elk. If you're in Minnesota, I hear the elk and eggs, something you must have. Is that a scrapple? We, you know what we're going to do? Then we're going to do that tomorrow. Elk and eggs? Elk and eggs. We, we love you, Jose, as does everybody else on the Tony Bruno Show. Instead of, like, being at home going, give me those effing eggs. <laughs> we're we love elk you. And eggs. There he is. I Let's... love you guys. Oh, Thank we you, Jose. Gene Hackman from Hoosiers. I love you guys. That's what he was quoting right there. You may not know that, but that's what he was doing. I don't know Hoosiers. I use the most famous quotation no, from Hoosiers. You may not know that that's the line he was quoting when he had them all in the circle. Yes. And he goes, I, I love you guys. I know. After that's he said, how many times are we going to pass the ball before we shoot? Exactly. So we are going to go just a little bit long today. We have another special guest joining us momentarily. Doug Gottlieb said that he definitely wants to come on the show, but his show is over at 5. So as soon as he's done. We're going to go overtime and bring in a man who could destroy Luigi Curto in basketball. Well, yeah, because he played basketball. Well, well you said you played basketball, too. He played on a high school level. He played freaking college ball, man. You know where he played college ball? Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame, and then I think he went to Oklahoma State after that. Oh, okay. He transferred. And by the way, there's a big college basketball story today that it looks like they're finally going to change the rules that if a, a coach bolts on his team, you know how the kids can't go? Yes. Yes. The, coach, the kids will now be allowed to transfer if their coach I love that. leaves, That's quits. Awesome. I love that. And they should. That's because no coach me. who recruits a kid and then all of a sudden gets a better offer somewhere else and bolts and the kids are stuck there for another year. That's unfair. That's and they're finally, NCAA finally is getting their heads out of their asses. It's not just that. It's the fact that imagine that you're, you're this kid's parent, right? Yep. You're in the living room. I come in. You know, I wine you, I dine you, I give you, I give you the whole spiel. Get, bring your son to my school. I'll take care of him. I'll make sure he gets a great education. I'll coach him. I'll get him a, if he's at USC. I'll yeah. get him a car up in Orange I, County. I, I take, listen, no stock model. We'll get fully loaded. The whole nine, touch nav, the whole thing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you come in first day of school, and I'm leaving. I know. No, you they, they you leave signed a summer play. vacation and you, like show up, and right. it's not cool. You didn't pick the school. You picked the coach. Yeah. You want to play for the coach, and now I'm leaving? You have a right. You should be allowed. Unless it's Duke or, uh, or, or, or Kentucky or UNC. Or, or UNC or but what I'm saying is, though, is that you should be able to leave. You, you're, 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 I agree. You're there under false pretense. That's now. why I just gave the, the, the powers that be some credit for finally time. getting their heads out of their butts. Speaking Ridiculous. of heads out of their butts, we got Justin Healy from Australia calling in, man. Well, his head's in his butt? No. Just, he's down under. Exactly. That's what I meant. Isn't it down already? Under. You get isn't, it, Tony? Uh, isn't it already uh, Wednesday? What up Wednesday there? It is. We should check in and see what he says. Let's go down under and find out. It is summer there. The Australian Open just ended, but it's a dry heat. Well, it's not a dry heat. It's Love pretty the humid Australian down there. Open. Let's go down to the Aussies. Down to the, uh, I sound like Jose now. Let's talk Aussies, yo. It's a five-day cricket game down there, Tony. And they're still underway. And Justin Healy, our good, our correspondent in Melbourne, is joining us right now live here on Radio Row. What's going on down there, Justin? Uh, a windy Melbourne summer day. G'day, Tony. G'day, Miss Robin. G'day. G'day, Luigi. What up? Go Eagles. Go yeah. Eagles. Damn right, man. You understand. <laughs> you understand what, what America's all about, my friend. Now, Justin, don't you wish you were here for this? No, he's in Australia where it's 100 degrees and, and the water is clear and... What's the coldest temperature you've ever been in, Justin? Sorry, Tony? What is the coldest temperature you've ever been in, Fahrenheit or Celsius? In, in Celsius, 
I was in Switzerland for a, a good three months, and there were five days in a row below minus. So, so for people that don't know, zero degrees Celsius is 32 degrees Fahrenheit. So our freezing is actually Fahrenheit, zero. Yeah. So it was below 32. So it was it was below zero Celsius. Correct. So that's like negative. Yeah, that's right. That's like negative. Uh, don't ask me to do math. That's not. That's my weakness. If I, I only have one weakness, and it's math. What was the temperature again? Math. If it's below zero degrees Celsius, that means it's probably like 20 below. No, 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 no. It's, it's like 10. 10 below? Because zero degrees Celsius is 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. And so if it goes to negative ze- below zero, then you're in between. It's, it's below 32. Correct. So it's probably about 10. 10 degrees Celsius? Right. Did I, I don't know. You're right? asking me to do stinking uh, Celsius again in Fahrenheit. That's why I have. I a, know it. That's why I have my phone that tells me what the uh, kilometers are and miles per hour. Because it's so much easier. It's just divided. Everything divided by ten. Sometimes Celsius. you know what I do ah. on the road, Justin. I drive on the wrong side of the road and then put on my my speedometer onto <laughs> kilometers so I can feel like I'm in Europe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just, 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 just so you can feel like. And the police officer r- reminds you immediately: like you are not in time. Europe, sir. Yes. You are not on the autobahn. This is not the autobahn now. Nine. Now, do people care we, uh, about the Super Bowl? We have kangaroos that slow you down down here. Oh man! Oh, do now do the, I'm assuming like in certain parts of the country where they have like the the, the deer and the cow uh, guards, they have kangaroo guards down there. They yeah, have you know to, what right? else they have? I didn't realize camels. Camels are big in Australia. They are. Wild camels what? are big. Yep. Now is that because I mean, camels are me up back? Were they were they brought over at a certain time and then they just proliferated, or have they always been there? They're not native. To... That's exactly right, Robin. Okay, okay. Oh, hey, Justin, I am so sorry, but we have somebody on right now. He just got off the air on his own air. national show. And um, so, Justin, we would love to have you call back uh, sometime later this week again, okay? Uh-oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were on Australia. Yes. That's really? our good friend in Melbourne. We have a correspondent in Melbourne, Australia, who listens to the show. Aussies are like the greatest people. They ever. really are. I, I hate them. They, they drink better than us. Yep. They generally look better than us. Yep. They have a way about them to which they, no worries, mate, right? Like, yeah, they, every, yep. like it doesn't roll us off. And um, I, I generally don't like them as people because they have a better wherewithal. They're than happier we than yeah. we are. Yeah. We're miserable bastards here in this country. But and we have guacamole. What's the story? Tableside guac yes. from Table Cantina Laredo. Have you, some, man. When did you get it? We just got it like twenty minutes ago. Yeah, it was just this made. This is not like a setup. No, it's not. Like, I'm eating it. So if I die, you die, dog. Right, I mean, that's, that's, that's the least we can do. Go, go down together. Welcome to influenza heaven, right there. No, this, <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no viruses in here. It's good though. It's good though, isn't it? Tableside, freshly made. They're really good. That really look, good. People are eating guac that's been made like six months ago in a supermarket with, with tape on top of it. Why wouldn't you eat fresh uh, table-side guac that was just poured in a bowl and made right down the corner here? All right, can I, can I introduce myself? Like, I can't yes. believe I'm on with Tony Bruno. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's, give him, let's put your hands together. Former basketball great at Notre Dame and Oklahoma State, I believe, right? Yeah. What, now, what, what are you wearing? What is your hat? Because you've been wearing a baseball hat all week. It's a Twins hat. I mean, it's a, a it's Minnesota a, it's, Twins. It's a kind of cool uh, alternate alternate Twins hat that I just, I don't know, went down to Lids. You know, there's like eight Lids stores in this. I've never seen this many Lids stores. <laughs> Apparently, they don't have the internet in, uh, in, in the Twin Cities because everywhere else, 
Like in L.A., all the malls are turning into places, right. they all, all restaurants, right? Because yep. everybody shops online. Yeah. Except in the Midwest, right? Where you come here, and if you need a hat, every other store appears to be a lid hat. Lid What's wrong? You have a problem. Now, is that fitted? That's it is fit. fitted. You got to get fitted, it is right? Fit. I'm, I'm slowly working towards, my son's an eight-year-old, good little baseball player, and we're slowly working towards getting every, every hat eventually. So we went to our first World Series game, Dodgers won. He went from being an Angel fan to a Dodger fan like that. We moved back from... from uh, Wait, you, you're just respecting Mike Trout, the biggest Eagle fan out in the Listen, West Coast? Listen, he, he does wear... My son does wear 27. We, dove, lo, we love Trout. We've gotten to know him. <laughs> uh, I used to work with Joe Smith's now wife, Allie LaForce, and so we got to know Trout with the Angels. Great dude. But, you know, you take a kid to the World Series and the Dodgers win, and they sing I Love L.A. And we all know the Angels are never winning another World Series again. No. And no. the other thing we know I is mean, the Clippers are never going to win an NBA championship. The, the great thing about the Angels was they, they go and they get, they, they get the high-priced high Japanese hitter, pitcher, right? And then all of a sudden he's got arm troubles. They're like, yep, he's an Angel. He <laughs> fits. Doug Gottlieb on Fox Sports Radio now. So you did the West Coast, the East Coast, to back. I'm doing the, the Bruno. I worked for. I did. I did ESPN. I did CBS. I did Fox. So I. So I, I think there's NBC Sports Radio. I don't know. I haven't done NBC. I've been on NBC, right. but I've never actually hosted a show there. I know, but I'm working. I'm. I'm. I'm catching up to you in terms of networks and places I worked for. Man, but Doug, you know, I mean, obviously, people. You're a basketball guy, and I know a lot of people get mad when you give basketball opinions, but you know the game. So why do they get mad at you? Because, of, um, because because you're a Notre Damer, first of all, right? Do they? No, because I was only Notre Dame for a year. Uh, Still, people hate Notre Dame. I don't think or that's love what it is. Notre I Dame. think I honestly, I think, um, look in in college basketball specifically, it's always who's the biggest name in college basketball covering, right? It's been Vitale. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, right. Let me tell you about Shashevsky and Nizzo and Calipari, right? right? So the way in which it's been covered, these guys are the greatest. The kids are the greatest. The way CBS, who I worked for, covered it was like, let's not even, like I was doing the Final Four when Louisville won their last national championship. And like nobody brought up the Patino sex stuff in the, like, and regardless of whether you have to get graphic in detail, like nobody brought up, like, everybody thought he was going to lose his job. Right, every you know, I thought he was going to lose his marriage, his job, and right. then of course, you know, he blamed it on like 9/11. I don't know if you remember that was oh, yeah. odd. That was but, a convenient. That so was a good I'm, one. Right. So I'm I don't think you can still use that one. On I, that one. I, yeah, I, I don't think, think you can go 9/11 anymore. <laughs> right? You blame it on the Vok, blame it on the Henny. That's it's usually like, I blame it. It's, it's like, well, it's like football players now. They just go like CTE, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I really shouldn't have, but I got CTE. You're like, right. ah. so. Uh, anyway, I, I can I start using that now, and it actually probably would become true sooner or later. Right, yeah. right. I interviewed so many football players, I actually got CTE. That'd be great. <laughs> so, not so, that we're, by the way, not that we're laughing at the severity of CTE. CTE. But but not everybody who does something stupid and played football will be able to blame. Aaron Hernandez may have had CTE. Right. May, may have had CTE. Might have also been from the angel dust he was smoking, not just from the hits that he exactly. took. Exactly. So anyway, um, I... I, I so I remember I was sitting up there at the set, the Final Four, with Barkley and those guys, and, I, and all I said was, like, it's really remarkable. Uh, you know, after they, when they're cutting down the nets, it was like, you know, think of where Rick Pitino was a couple of years ago in his personal life, his professional life, in turmoil to make it to you. That's all I said. Right. I get off that set, and they're like, what are you doing? What are you bringing that up for? It's one shining moment time, baby. you got to stop that stuff. Right. I was like, well, that's the, the, that's the story, right? Yeah. Like, that's a real human story. What happened? And they're like, that's not how we do things. So I, I, would, I, I would guess, I'll give you an example. So Purdue has won a record number of games in a row, a school record number of games in a row. I think they're 20 and 1 or something, something crazy on the year. I remember Bobby Knight was sick and tired of losing to Purdue, as you all remember. Right. So, um, uh, so uh, I, I was on, I don't know, Twitter or a show, and I said something along the lines of, 
hey, you know, like, look, this is a really good offensive team, but they got, they're, unath- they're really unathletic in spots. And people are like, oh, well, they've won all these games in a row, and they're this and they're that. And I was like, okay, well, you know, so why are you hating on Purdue? Like, well, okay, if you want me to hate on them, then I would say, you know, Purdue is going to choke in the tournament the way they always choke in the tournament. Right. That's not what I said. I just said, like, look, they have Isaac Haas, who literally looks like if Ivan Drago was on the steroids that they pretended like they gave him in Rocky Four, that's what he would look like. Why well, didn't see Rocky Four? Ask Luigi if he remembers that. Doug's correct. Okay. <laughs> you never saw Rocky Four? No, I'm, I'm, if I'm, can change and you can change, we all can change. Right? Something like that? Is it, if, 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 if I can change and you can change, we all can change. That, right. that, that's what he says. Yeah. No, he said use. But that's what Rocky said. I think, Rocky said I think in the script yeah. it said Tony's you. boycotted Rocky after Rocky went. He goes a long way back with his whole Don Cannon thing. It's it's a big uh, no, mess. No, I just Doug. I don't get. I don't want a, I don't want a, a mythical movie character, regardless of his success. And he lost his first fight to be used as the symbol of Philadelphia. Doug, you, you opened up Pandora's box, pal. Uh, well, that's I had no idea. What, I had no idea what I walked into. You mean you mean it wasn't a true story that Rocco could take all those punches and just walk no. into him? And he Rock, didn't. Hey, he Rocco did. pulls this one out. And there's no way he ate all those raw eggs with all the the, the problems with the viruses and stuff going around. See, you're older Salmonella, than Salmonella, Salmonella poison. But this is like, like I'm a child of the '80s. I ate the eggs. I tried to do that <laughs> stuff, right? I, I my, mom, to... my mom brought home a flank steak, right? And I'm like, Mom, hold up the steak, and I start punching the flank steak. I thought that was real. I still, in other words, you were a young guy who beat his meat, just like a lot of 18 yes, year olds. Okay, that's exactly. Yeah. What I, still try, I still try to but chicken, chicken every day. <laughs> All right, so Bruno's gonna get me fired. So no, fired. I'm not. Um, anyway, nobody gets fired from Fox Sports Radio. Come on, man. Uh yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess that's true. It's it's a little different regime at Fox than used to be. Absolutely. But um, okay, so uh, where was I? I was telling a story with Ryan. About Purdue, Purdue, Purdue. and, uh, oh, and okay. non-athletic. So anyway, so they have, a, they have a big guy named Isaac Haas. He's he's a monster. And there's no good big guys in college basketball anymore because you're any good, you play in the NBA, yep. right? Right. So the way to beat them is to bring him away from the basket and attack him, make him move his feet because he's not that athletic laterally, right? He's just a monster with big hands, a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. And then they have two wings, Ryan Klein, very good shooter. They got a kid, Dakota Mathias, very good shooter. Good basketball players, but not, not, not blazing speed, not crazy athletes. They got two point guards. Um, P.J. Thompson's 5'9", maybe, right? <laughs> they got Carson, uh, 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 Carson uh, what's his last Wentz? name? Wentz? Oh, no, that's no, a good no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, Daly? Uh, not Carson Daly. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Anyway, two point guards. <laughs> They're both under six feet tall. So my point is, like, they're good. College basketball is down. It's not as good as it was five exactly. years ago, ten years ago. They're a really good team. They have a bunch of – they got two kids that can – their whole team can shoot outside of their center who can really score. They're different offensively than most everybody else, but they're not without flaw. And if you want me to sit here and tell you, Badoo, they're awesome, and Matt Pena. If that's what you want for analysis, you can, there are places when you can get that. Uh, I choose to just go like, hey, here's what I see. Really good team, but – they got they got some dudes that can't guard dudes out on the wings, and that could be problematic. No, I hear so, you. And, and people but don't you like know, that. When you they do don't like national, the truth. Nobody likes the truth. That's the disadvantage of, of doing national because everybody thinks that you're picking on their team when you're trying to do analysis of a lot of teams, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's like what Joe Buck goes through ah. when he does games. There are cities that think that Joe Buck hates them and he's rooting against the other guy. Well, and they, in Philly, they think Joe Buck roots for the Cowboys or roots for the... And, and it's just it's because they're national guys who are doing a local game right. once a week Correct. on national television, and they're, fans are always looking for, is that national guy dissing my team or my city? Not just that, but I also think that fans 
it's hard for me. Like, look, I played Notre Dame for a year. I, I don't, I don't care about it. And, you know, like my mom went to Syracuse. There are people who think I have it out for Syracuse because they, 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 they didn't offer me a scholarship or whatever. Like, and I've been, you know, we've been close with Bayheim and and back when before, you know, Bernie got ousted there. Uh, we were close with Bernie. Like, and like, I, like 25 years later, like I care. I don't, but I. But the problem is that fans do. Yes. Like fans carry, you know, harbor grudges against people. Like I played Oklahoma State for Eddie Sutton. Like that's three or four coaches removed from uh, the current head coach at Oklahoma State. So I don't have like there's not some rivalry with Oklahoma where I'm supposed to hate. O- I don't live in Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't hate the University of Oklahoma. Lon Kruger played for my dad. You know, like I nearly went to play for him for Florida. Like there's no hate. Like, I can't bring upon myself to hate Oklahoma. I hate Oklahoma football more than I hate Oklahoma basketball. But even Oklahoma football, I kind of root for them because it's a Big 12 thing, whatever. But I think that fans, in their own world, like, they still live in that place where they hate those people, and they assume that you do too, You're absolutely even though right. you've grown out of it. Yeah, because they're always alum, and they're always going to be attached to the school. You see it at Final Fours. You know, I remember going to all those Final Fours with UCLA. You'll see guys in their 90s wearing their UCLA uh, Letterman jackets. We have, we have audio from a famous Oklahoma alum who has a message for Doug. Oh, let's go to the tape. I come to see a man get his ass whipped. It's Jim Ross, man, right there. Jim, Jim Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Boomer Sooner. Now, Doug's right another guy. Whenever I see him, he says, you know, I used to listen to you when I was going to college. I'm, and sorry, I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I made you feel old. No, but no, no, I am I, old, but I, that's, I that's believe, cool, though, to I, have I, guys I, like you no, listening. No, no, I honestly believe this, okay? The two people, the, the three different shows that made me want to do this. Play basketball? No, no, no. <laughs> no, get, come on, dude. I, I was on I, my first job, and it was really my second year doing it, was game night with Chuck Wilson. Like, yes. And for other people, they might not think that's a big deal. Okay? But I, I told Tony the story, so I'll tell it now. Uh, 1996, 1997. I got in trouble at Notre Dame. I had to leave. I went to junior college for a year. My uh, high school girlfriend, we were still kind of on again, off again. She was a cheerleader at UC Santa Barbara, which, I mean, you and talk about the, everybody says Pepperdine. Pepperdine has nothing on UC Santa Barbara. Well, the, the campus is beautiful at Pepperdine, overlooking no, the ocean. So does UC Santa Barbara, yeah, only UC Santa Barbara has a bigger school, bigger party school. Oh, it, has no Isla, it has Isla Vista, which is like a college-only town. And, oh yeah, by the way, it's not a private Christian school, so it doesn't, they, don't even, they don't even mess around. No, no, uh, it's, it's, it's party stuff. Anyway, so and my brother was his first full-time job was at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, which is like an hour and a half up the road from Santa Barbara.